You're listening to episode 200 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon, Vegas.com, or Caesars Entertainment. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Or you can just give us money by donating via PayPal. A link to that is also available at 360vegaspodcast.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. It's so funny. We've been planning it for so long. It's weird that not only has that time come, but it's passed. It's, it seems like forever ago that we were there. Maybe yeah. maybe it's just because I had a hellacious week. But <laughs> it's like, wait, are we, was that a dream? Were right. we actually there? That's, oh, my, like everything, everything you thought it would be and more, uh, it's... I love you fucking psychos. Like, you always live up. You always live up to what I'm hoping. Especially, you know, because we're meeting new people every time. And I was like, you, you just, you don't disappoint. <laughs> oh, what an amazing, amazing time. No thoughts, yeah, Tony? You, you, you didn't have any fun there? <laughs> it's been a while. We're a little bit out of practice here. <laughs> it is. And we, honestly, Mark and I are just starting... Our, our uh, alcoholic beverages to Tony. I don't know if you've been at it for a little while or not, but I think we're still kind of in that detox mode from uh, from last week. So I haven't touched, well, with the exception of yesterday, because it was my birthday yesterday, I haven't touched alcohol since we got home from <laughs> Vegas. And happy birthday, sir. Well, thank you very much. 39 years. Oh, my last year being in my 30s. Hey, wait till you join the 40 Club. It's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. <laughs> I almost died. <laughs> it's well, that, that kind of awesome, Tony. Too. That kind of awesome. All right? <laughs> awesome you don't know about yet. <laughs> all right, we got a hell of a show. I'm sure we're going to ramble like fucking crazy, so uh, we might as well just get into it. I, I agree. Let's start the show. He's Mark, she's Karen, and I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. Bliss Dance at MGM or New York, New York's The Park. I'm not exactly sure what they're officially deeming that because it doesn't really make sense to call it MGM's The Park because it's across the street, but whatever. The park complex, uh, Bliss Dance is what we're talking about. She is 40 feet tall and weighs 7,500 pounds. And while she does light up at night, the internal LED lights she was built with are not being used. She is lit up by external color lighting. We got part of that from at MGM Resorts International and the other part from us actually being there. And we're like, she's lit. Oh, where are the, where are the cool lights? What happened to that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, we noticed that um, Alistair and I, when we were walking by it that at, at night, because I actually saw it at night before you did. That was my detox day. Yeah. 
but the, it, she's lit up by lights on the, the side that shine on her, and so they change colors, but she herself doesn't necessarily like I'm that. curious as to why. Like, she was specifically designed to light up and do all that. The only thing I can think is they built this whole thing here, and then, you know, it, it requires some sort of an electrical rig to, to you know, uh, power those lights, and they hadn't designed the area to, to be able to do that. So, I mean, that's that's my that's my guess. I, I, I mean, I'm grasping at straws here, but... Oh, hey, there's the picture. Yeah, there's We're a gonna... delay, dickhead. Don't fucking it's wait for the picture. It's a 30-second delay. I think it's... <laughs> it's not 30. It's like 10 or yeah, something like, like that. It's But, yeah, it, it does... It's something you have to get used to the more you do They this, all hear it as we're going. They do, So they see us, it right away, but for us... Yeah. But you'd think this is Tony's first rodeo. Yeah, you'd think so, by the way. He's well, like, well, surprised. I don't know that... I don't know that I've ever had pictures show up before. <laughs> for real. <laughs> He's not lying. Now that I think about it, I'm like, yeah, that's right. He does live in the boonies, and he has had issues pretty much every time we've done a live show. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Oh, that's very pretty. Well, that's... How long do you think it's going to take until they de-theme that? Oh, I think this is going to stay. It's not very themed as it is. What? What? The de-theme what? <laughs> the woman. Oh. He puts some clothes on <laughs> Tattoo her up with some uh, like a uh, Indy 500 car. Somebody, oh, somebody uh, got a picture of it somewhere where I, I defiled her in, in in a manner with, with, with fingers. It was inappropriate. It was. <laughs> but I couldn't help myself. I'm like, oh, people taking pictures. Look. <laughs> Giant naked. It's kind of. Yeah, that's really funny. Um, okay, I have nothing more to say on this. All right. Let's move on to Twit Pick of the Trip. It's fitting that the art centerpiece of the park in Vegas is a 40-foot-tall nude woman. Never has metal mesh looked so sexy. The Twit Pick of the Trip captured her sultry movement with the Monte Carlo, as she is currently known as, in the backdrop. While she is large, the angle we found gave the impression that she could almost be as large as the hotel itself. Prediction time. If MGM still owns the name... The Hotel, formerly at Mandalay Bay, now Delano's, Monte Carlo's new name will be The Hotel at the Park. Uh, yeah, but we were talking about that a little bit. I think they're, they're no, running a huge risk. There's no way the park's not going to be in it. There's no way. I know, but I, using the The Hotel thing. I mean, they branded The Hotel when it was down at Mandalay as a, a high-end building to stay in. They've got to do some more work to Monte Carlo if it's going to... Match up with that moniker. It's a, it's a name. I, I think they're just going to throw a name on it. I, I honestly think they're they're cosmopolitanizing the uh, the Monte Carlo. We've seen what they've done with some of the public spaces. We've seen what they've done with. Well, they had that one test floor. I, I honestly think that's what they're going to go for. <laughs> so some of the comments coming across the chat room. Um, somebody said the the tit tit the ass to the hand to ass to tit ratio is great. <laughs> Uh, it looks like she's trying to block the camera, like, quote, go away, perv. <laughs> she is saying, talk to the hand, but also giving you a nice showing. <laughs> yeah. Nice, guys. All right, all right, moving along. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog and feature it in all of our social media outlets, Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, and Twitter. Let's move into the news. All right, so I'm going to say right off the bat, before we even get started, 
I'm sorry we didn't do more in fucking social media. I'm sorry we didn't fucking periscope or we didn't tweet more. But in all honesty, those in attendance and those who wish they were in attendance were tweeting and fucking Facebooking or whatever the fuck like you crazy, call that shit yeah. so much. My phone was dying every night just from the push notifications. So I had no battery to do anything with. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. Clearly, I dropped the ball and should have done more social media. People were complaining that you weren't as active on social media? No, but we were nowhere near. I, I, I assume so much. Karen, I live in a world where I create. <laughs> yes, you do live in a world. Right. Sometimes you're in your own world. Right. <laughs> um, there are... Uh, I assure you, there were some people disappointed because they kept talking about, oh, you can periscope, you do this, you do this. And we did almost nothing. Like, I would periodically just update, hey, this is what happened two days ago. You know, so <laughs> I wanted to address that right off the bat. So let's, let's talk about what we did. All right, well, let's start with Saturday. All right, the Jordans, I went two for. First time ever I went two for. The two that I kept talking about. You're the, worse than a woman. The starting, of, starting a trip with what shoes are they going to wear? Don't, don't do this. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't. We're live. The, uh, the Gamma don't, Six don't Rings. <laughs> the Gamma Six Rings and the 29s were the ones I sported. I should probably have a picture for the for the chat, but whatever. <laughs> it's not there. You just you deal with you it. You were tweeting it out beforehand. They all know what you Yeah, were. yeah. They should. They should. They're ridiculously ugly. Okay. Uber. Who didn't fucking love Uber while we were there? <laughs> That was amazing. Tony, what were your experiences with Uber? Wow. It was, um, so I'd used it only one other time and we used it for like a three minute cab ride, Uber ride before. This was the first time to ever really get to experience it. We used Uber to get to the strip one day when we, oh, I know when we came down to start, you know, when everyone was gonna meet up at Tag and whatnot, we Ubered then. We Ubered around downtown because we wanted to go out to the Neon Museum, but it was like 100 degrees and we didn't want to walk to it. We used Uber four or five times uh, as my credit card reflects. <laughs> but I'll tell you something. Listen, I mean this sincerely. Uh, I am a 100% complete convert to Uber now for this one exact reason. We needed a taxi cab that was big enough to be able to accommodate myself, my wife, and Jeff, as well as our luggage to get from downtown to the Strip when we all moved there on, what, Monday night, uh, Monday afternoon. And we had Ubered the day before to come when we started with the tag meetup. So let me put it this way. Let me cut to the chase. It was about $13 for the three of us to get from downtown yeah. to the Flamingo via Uber. That's... It was $33 for us to get from downtown to New York, New York. So almost three times as much taking a taxi cab. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I remember that the first trip we, we went down there, it was like $18 or something. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. Oh, it wasn't even that much. From from the, from the uh, airport? From the uh, whatever. No. It, you get it, my point. It was, it was like, like $14. Whatever I mean, it was, was crazy. It was ridiculous. You're like, what you we would have paid double this yeah. if we, we ended up going in a cab. I, I head over heels love Uber. I cannot encourage people enough. With somebody in the chat, uh, it looks like Bogan mentioned Lyft. I don't give a fuck. Ride sharing. Uh, we, we chose... To, to go with Uber. Yeah. I've heard good things about Lyft. Ride sharing. Fuck cabs. 
ride sharing. That's the way to do it in Las Vegas. That was amazing. And the funny thing was, is I've always had a little bit of a concern just being, especially if I was on my own, right. being a woman getting into a stranger's car. Yeah. But then you realize the fact that unlike the taxis, the cars are all tracked by GPS. I know, right? So like everything. It's so tech. I love even it. Even if somebody did decide to murder me, the GPS would be able to tell them where he dumped my body. Yeah. So at least they find my remains and could arrest the guy for doing it. So, you know, that's all good. Um, but I, no, I, I had used it once before uh, for work. And then, yeah, we had used it this trip. And it was, yeah, Amazing. just so easy to get Amazing. around. To. And, well, and I'll use it every time we go to some kind of metropolitan area. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it's just, it's, I, I think it's an absolute game changer. Like I said, we're Uber fans. There's Lyft out there. Ride sharing. Do it. Fuck cabs ride here. Well, it was funny. I remember when we first got, got in the uh, in the Uber, he was like, do you want to take the uh, uh, surface roads or the freeway? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, it doesn't cost me anymore. Go, dude. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Whatever's the best way to go. And he took us in some fucking places I've never been before. And I was like, and, and me yeah. being a Vegas, you know. File. Oh, there was a cut through through one of the hotel parking yeah, lots or yeah. something that he did on and when we were coming down, Aria? we were coming back. We're, it was in we're, City Center, yeah. He right, we were going to New York, New York, and there was some backup. Yeah, he went through, like, the garage at City Center. It was awesome. It was so cool. I cannot, I cannot encourage you enough. We ended up tweeting out a code. Basically, anybody who takes Uber for the first time, they're like, oh, here's a code for you. You know, it's a free ride up to, like, 15, 20 bucks or whatever. I already tweeted it out. I'm not going to share it to you now. It's, you know, whatever. I'm not getting cut of this. So after that, we checked into uh, to Golden Gate. Now this is Saturday, Tony. You you also came in on Saturday. Where did you guys stay at? We were at the Plaza. So what time did you guys get in? Oh, I think about. I think we actually got to our hotel room around one o'clock Saturday afternoon. Oh wow, you beat us there then by by a little bit. Not much, uh, but not by, by a much. Bit. We were at the hotel by about one thirty. I think I it was like two something. No, because we landed at twelve thirty. Okay, well. Regardless, we, we checked in. We knew we needed some lunch, so we headed over to Nacho Daddy. And we actually, uh, I, I forced myself to experiment with uh, with Nacho Daddy and tried the Moco Loco Nacho, which is uh, it's like some kind of sirloin, uh, ground beef, and uh, uh, fried egg, and uh, gravy, brown gravy, shit like that. That was amazing. Uh, to be honest with you, I've never had a Moco Loco. I've had Moco Locos in various places. I've had them at, at Planet Dailies and whatnot. I've always enjoyed them. But uh, once again, Nacho Daddy doesn't doesn't disappoint. You ended up trying something new for the first time, didn't you? I did. Um, it was a, an open-faced tamale platter. What did you think? Oh, it was delicious. It was awesome. So happy. Like, you experiment with Nacho Daddy. You're like, yay! <laughs> well, and the funny thing was, when we got to Nacho da Daddy, we realized what time it was. It was probably right. like 2 o'clock. We, we had dinner rest reservations at 5.30. Right. <laughs> and we couldn't switch them. I was like, shit, I'm starving, but I don't want to eat too much. So I looked for something smaller, and the tamale plate was definitely smaller. And then well, and you I only did, ate about half of yeah, yours. Yeah, exactly. So. I looked at I was like, you know what? I want this, and I'll just, I'm just going to waste a ton of this. But it was, it was super awesome. What did you guys do when you first got there, Tony? We went to the Neon Museum. Oh, wow. Right off the bat. Neon Museum. Yep. We dumped our stuff. We actually had pre-purchased uh, ahead of time. You can, if you do it online and you buy the Neon Museum, Mob Museum, like package tour, oh, right. you save, I don't know, $10 per person mm -hmm. off the, the price of what the two would cost. Okay. So we had never gone before. Well, okay. In fairness to Alistair, we had gone before. Uh, so about a year or so ago, 
I and my brother-in-law and my wife and uh, Jason, we all hoofed it from downtown to the Neon Museum. And we get there and they're like, well, do you have reservations? And we're like, oh, no, no, no. We're just, you know, we're just here for the tour. They go, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. We only uh, accept people by reservation and we're completely booked up for the day. And Alistair had prepped me like a week before. He's like, dude, if you're going to go to Neon Museum, you have to sign up ahead of time. You have to assign, you, you get an actual assigned time. You just can't walk in. And I'm like, oh, that's right. Alistair told me about this. So we, this time we actually did plan it ahead of time. And it was the first thing we had, you know, because Saturday was really the only day that didn't have something definitively planned. And it was kind of a figure out what you're going to go do whenever you want to go do it sort of day. Right. So we went out to the Nyan Museum, and what a blast. That was that was a cool experience. I don't know that I necessarily want to do it again quite to the same extent that I've done the, the Mob Museum over and over and right. over. But the, the Nyan Museum, maybe once every four or five or six years, because it seems like they keep adding pieces. They, they are, and they're restoring more as they go. So we haven't been back since our last tour, but I bet if we went this time, it, there would be different stuff that we some, see. Yeah, some yeah. stuff. The problem is, is, is it's non-for-profit. They have a ton. If you wander around the area, they have a, an entire. If you, if you look at like Apple Maps or Google Maps or whatever the fuck, uh, you go in there, they'll. You can see there's an entire section of just signs that are just sitting. They're just in storage in this safety area that they just have no room for yet. They, they haven't had or an haven't opportunity been able to, to get to. Yeah. So, I, 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 to be honest with you, you know what we need to do. This is something we need to find out. Where can we donate? Where, where can we help? to restore shit like this so we can see more of it. I'm sure it's on their website. It's got to be something. <laughs> I want to say thanks to John Williams. John Williams is the one that captured a picture of me. Let's, let's call it what it is. I was fingering Bliss Dance is what I was doing. And uh, uh, I'll share that with you <laughs> once, the show's, once the show's done. We'll put it on Flickr. I'll, I'll tweet it or something. But thanks, John. <laughs> All right. So moving on from there, what did you guys do for dinner? Oh, we ate at Glut, or Glutton, that's it, Glutton. What? Which is just down, so you're heading down Fremont Street towards the Container Park. Okay. When you get to the block, the the road that is just before, uh, or, or essentially the road that it sits on, that Container Park sits on, okay. you, you turn right and you head straight down at the end of the block. This is actually a place that Alistair introduced me to back in October. Really? Thank you. So, so unlike what the rest of the chat is saying, Tony does listen to Alistair. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> to an extent. it was because we'd had bre breakfast there and it was just so good. Yeah, we'd had breakfast there back in October and it was so good we wanted to try it for, for dinner that night. So, and, and you guys were already at Nacho Daddy by the time we went to have dinner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard you trying to get all shitty with me. Mm -mm. Oh, no, you didn't. I'm getting shitty with you, shut dick. I, I'm fascinated. I'm like, I've I'll never even heard that shit down. before. <laughs> but, yes, it was fantastic. It was wonderful. Excellent, excellent food. Uh, it's one of those just off, just one block over from Fremont Street, but still in that, you know, hippy-dippy area that is like the, the container park and Latai and all of those areas. It's really very, very good. What type of food? Um, uh, American tapas with a twist, maybe. Um, this sounds right it up was, my alley. It usually scares me. Like we ordered, we it's ordered American four tapas. or five small plates that we shared together. We had calamari. Um, we had 
shit, this is embarrassing that I don't even remember anymore. We just, everything that we had was was fantastic and we were so full, but we're like, oh, it's so good. Let's just order one more plate. And we'd eat it and we're like, oh my God, we're so sick, but let's have this one more plate. And the, the chef and owner came out and, and spent 10 or 15 minutes talking to us, kind of talking about the, the he's, they've been open for about a year. They've only had maybe two or three people leave as in like turnover type employees because everybody just enjoys the food and enjoys the, the experience. The bartender, the mixologist, he came out, said, hey guys, I noticed that a lot of cocktails are coming to your table. Just wanted to, just wanted to see what uh, what gives. We always, love to, so we, had, we always love to meet our alcoholics. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, what else can we bring for you? Right. Would you like it in a bucket? I know, right? So it was, it, yes, Karen, 100% Absolutely, you'd love it. You would love it. You would love it. Oh, wow. I, I, I made a note. Put that on the list. Yeah, it's on Love it. All right, so Karen and I had long been uh, looking to try Hugo Cellar at Four Queens. Yes. And it's, it's, it's an old school place. It's supposed to be this phenomenal steakhouse. The, the, the sommelier has been there for like 40 years or something. Like, it's ridiculous. Their, their wine cellar is supposed to be epic. And, of course, we're going to do a 360 Vegas review on it. But in short... It was okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't 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 line up for it. I mean, if you like if you like wine, yeah, the service awesome. The service was phenomenal. I mean, they were great, and not you know, especially for you, if they're overly attentive, it can kind of drive you crazy. Right. They weren't. It was the perfect mix. They were all very nice. We had probably three or four different guys coming to the table at different points in time. But So, yeah, the service was great. One of the best salads I've ever eaten in my life. Ironically, the best thing right. we ate was the salad. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, it, it, the, the, it was the, fine. Yeah, the steaks were, were the steaks were good, and we've talked about this before. Good isn't good enough in Vegas. Yeah, I, I just and, – and it wasn't overly priced, considering that I bought an entire bottle of wine. The total check wasn't that bad. So from a price standpoint, it was it was reasonable. I still say if you're downtown and you want a top quality steak, you got to go to Andiamo's. That place. Oh yeah, Andiamo's was by so far better. Good. Yeah. So good. All right. So after that, we had just heaps of fun with all the early birds we could find. Tony, Jen, and Jeff. Obviously, Alistair was there. Joey, Norma, Bogan, Justin, Lexi. I'm sure I'm forgetting some people. I must have missed part of that because I don't remember meeting Justin and Lexi the first night. You, know, I you don't remember hanging out with my wife the first time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I felt so bad about it. I was like, what the hell happened? I don't know what the deal was. Um, well, you did crush a bottle of wine. And then I went back to, I think, tequila after that. So, nice. yeah, it oh wasn't. Well, because I, I started with margaritas at Nacho Daddy. And oh, right. when we were walking the strip afterwards, you, go, you needed a shot. You're like, I need a kickstart. Let's do a shot. So, you know, we did a shot of Patron, which... You only did half yours and gave the other half. Okay, and I it was turned a huge into shot. It, no, it was gigantic. No, it was. Well, and it got to a point where it's like I did, I did as much as I could, and then I, I was, I was gearing up to do another one. And like Karen enjoys just drinking tequila, she'll just, I just sip, sip it. on it. Yeah. So I'm like, why am I trying to force this giant shot of tequila down where we could just pour what's left in my cup? Yeah, into hers, and, and now she has a drink. She can, she can walk away. Well, and then we went to, we sat at the bar and played video poker. And right. again, I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna have wine, so I don't want to switch to something else now. So. I just stuck with the tequila until we went to dinner. And I was pacing myself, so it was pretty good. But apparently after the bottle of wine, um, <laughs> I, yeah, it, it got fuzzy <laughs> from there on in. So. so unfortunately, we went over to Plaza because Tony and I and Karen were going to meet up with Jonathan Josel, the CEO. And just to, just to talk with him, I mean, we, you know, we had had 
you know, email conversations, phone conversations. But I uh, wanted, to, wanted to touch base with them before the official 360 Vegas vacation had started. But we were we were unable to uh, to meet up with him because he just had a kid. So, <laughs> or his, his wife had a kid. He just he just uh, they, they just they just had a child. So he yeah, I gotta give him the guy. A well, pass it was for kind that. of funny because the next day I was like, hey man, what are you looking for? He was like, yeah, I just had a kid. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, listen, dude, you're ducking me. All right. <laughs> so at that point, we did meet up with with uh with jen and tony and you must have crashed at this point because yeah. uh, uh john uh, uh joey and norma and me and and tony tony what did we we went down to main street station what did you introduce us to oh uh, pitch blackjack oh, i love it so much how fun that was very fun oh it's so much excuse me explain to people what pitch blackjack is tony all right. For those that are unfamiliar, pitch blackjack is essentially blackjack that the dealer deals the cards to you, and you're allowed to pick the cards up and hold them in one hand versus the way most people play blackjack, which is where the cards are actually just dealt face up, and you don't touch the cards in any way. And when typically with pitch blackjack, you'll only have a couple of decks. So you may have a one or two deck amount of cards that you're playing with. And so you can theoretically count cards a little easier. You can track cards a little bit easier. Um, but if for no other reason, I just think it's a whole lot more fun to use the cards to like scratch the table to take a hit. Or if you want to, uh, if you want to split, you, you kind of throw the cards face up for the dealer to see. It's just, it's a whole new way of playing. I, I just, I absolutely love it. They literally chuck the cards at you. Just, just flip them right at you. It's so awesome. I love it. And I ended up taking Karen the next day to do it. Like, as I'm trying to describe it to her, she's like, I'm like, it's blackjack. I don't, what, under, I don't understand. Uh, what it makes sounds, this so special? Yeah, I like blackjack, and it sounds like we're going to go do something that makes it more difficult. This chick got into it in seconds and loved it. Like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> right. But it also helped that I was winning. That always makes it more fun. But as it was well. it was just in general, pitch blackjack. I cannot and I was, recommend it. And, and Alistair taught me a new way to bet. Well, the, that that changed every. Go ahead and tell him. Well, yeah, no. So it, it's simple. Once you're up, so you don't do this when you first sit down. But once you're up enough that you're playing with house money, so we were sitting at a five dollar table. So you, you put the five dollars down, um, and you win the hand. So now you have ten. So you just you stack the ten up. So now you're you bet with ten dollars. When you win the net that hand, you stack another ten on your chips, and, or excuse me, five on your chips, and then the take, other five the other goes back yeah. to your stash. When you win again, you so now you won fifteen. You put another five on your stack and you pocket 10. And so you keep adding five to your stack every time that you win and then pocketing the rest. So when you win, all of a sudden you're winning more and more and more, which is a fun way to do it. Unless all of a sudden you have to split. Right, you have to down. split and you're betting 25 bucks a And hand. you're like, you're <laughs> like sweating, going, oh crap. Yeah. Oh, then, it. But if those pay off, you win a shitload. Right. But yeah, so Alistair, Alistair taught me that. But it was fun. It was, it was a, lot a lot of fun. fun. Yeah. And I, I, I used it a couple other times during the trip. Um, when I was having a look at blackjack, it was a little hit or miss. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a fun way to bet. That was that was so much fun. Everybody that ended up going over to Main Street Station that night absolutely had a blast playing pitch. Pitch that was so much fun. So that was our our evening. That was Saturday night, Sunday, day one of 360 Vegas vacation. Tony, what 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 also was day one? Um. I don't know the answer to this Jesus question. Christ, the notes are right there, buddy. It's the 111th birthday of Las Vegas, uh -huh. and it was my 40th. And I, 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 I tried to downplay it a bit, and um, you know, Alistair, Alistair, uh, fucking Alistair. <laughs> uh, 
would, would he um he had a, he had his own he had his own ideas like for one he met up with Karen and I at Dupars. Karen and I tried Dupars for the first time at uh, at Golden Gate. I, I didn't know pancakes could taste that good. That, that that that's another one of those places in Vegas you hear a thousand times about, and then you end up trying it. You're like, oh my god, this actually lived up to the hype. Like I thought there was no chance this could live up to the hype, but oh, Dupars, good stuff, man. It, but I don't know if it was the pancakes itself that were good. It's the melted butter that they pour on the top of it. I don't the of butter, <laughs> right? I think that's what makes them so good. <laughs> And if you watch, uh, like, especially if you're sitting at the counter, you can see it. Like, I caught it while they were, as they were prepping. They literally have a ladle of butter where uh, there's, like, this, this whole, I don't know, fucking tin or whatever. I don't, I don't know what you call it. Serving tray or whatever that's just got this ladle sticking out of it. And you'll see them every time they get pancakes. Just take this giant ladle of butter <laughs> and lay it over. Oh, it's awesome. But uh, he met up with us there, and and for those of you enjoying the enhanced show, uh, gave gave thought thought it would be funny for Tony and I to wear these little tags that should we get lost and or <laughs> too drunk, uh, the the random people who are so unfortunate to to find our drunk idiot selves would be able to return us to uh, those that owned us, <laughs> which I, I I did not find amusing at all. Why? <laughs> yes, you did. Well, so much that we kept forgetting them and left them in the room. And we kept forgetting uh-huh. them. <laughs> honest to God. And I felt bad because mm-hmm. I honest to God wanted to grab them and I just couldn't get to it. But I have to say, and I know Alistair's not um, chatting. Well, he might still be chatting, but he's not like on live with us. But he is one of the most thoughtful people ever. I mean, even when he came, when we first met him, the first 360 Vegas vacation, you know, he brought very thoughtful gifts, like one each for you and Mark and I that tied into, you know, stuff about the show that he'd listen um, when he came to the house to visit. Again, very thoughtful and brought us some stuff. And then, you know, Vegas, there were those tags, but then he had another gift that was, you know, right up your alley and something that he knew you, you know, would use and appreciate it. I mean, he just, he is one of the most thoughtful, kind people we know. Yeah. So I hope I, I hope I made you blessed, Alistair. Rusty, you have a lot yeah. to live up to. <laughs> He's okay. Right, right. <laughs> Whatever. It's it's more the accent than anything. <laughs> exactly. Everyone loves his accent. You know. He also, I, I don't have a picture of this, but the fucker also, although, you know, I, I want to knock him, but he kind of followed every rule I set about not making a big deal about it being my brother. Listen, I can't explain why it's an issue to me. I can't explain it. I don't know why. I'm not a, I'm not ashamed to be turning 40. I don't really give a fuck. It's, it's, it's the ridiculous wackiness of happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Like, uh, like a whole big pomp and certain. I can't tolerate it. If you want to be like, hey man, happy birthday. Like, Thanks man. You know, or you buy me a drink or fucking, you know, do something nice or whatever. It's just, it's just that I, I, that that forced wacky fun like surprise yay we're gonna <laughs> sing in public and do a whole thing like I just cannot tolerate it and I told him exactly you know, like no we're not fucking making a big deal we're not doing it. and he followed every fucking rule and found every goddamn loophole in it <laughs> and was dragging people to the side to take pictures of uh, with, with balloons at Mark 40 and blah blah but. Shut up. So after uh, after uh, breakfast, we took Alistair and Karen down to Main Street Station to play pitch blackjack. After that, we helped Alistair relocate his vehicle to the Main Street Station. Got some really interesting. It, this it's one of the things. What one of the reasons why I like Uber, and one of the reasons why 
doing something like this I thought was enjoyable because you just get views of shit that you, I mean, especially you go to Vegas so many times. And then you see it like, how have I not seen this view before? And this is the view you're seeing in uh, on the Enhanced Show is just an example of a giant sign that I had no idea was, was even there. <laughs> you're amused by the picture of the Main Street Station? I am. Lot. Parking sign. Don't you do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> in fairness, in fairness, I only know of this because we've parked in this parking lot before. But you're right. And you know where it is. It's the, um, depending on which side, which door you come out of a Main Street station, it's it's essentially their side door. If you walk straight down that that road. Oh, it's you know what it is? Uh, no, sorry. It's it's whatever road the, the Mob Museum is on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's at the end of that Actually, road. Isn't it Ogden? Because I, uh, I remember. I so. It's got to be because they used to have a restaurant called Stuart and Ogden. It's got to well, be. Well, it's just there's. It seems like every city you go to, they have some road named Ogden. Because right. every place we've lived, they have one. I remember thinking that when we were walking down it. So it's Ogden. I just I, I got a kick out of it. This is only one of several pictures that I got. That just seeing shit that I'm like, how have I not fucking seen this before? It's like, yeah, because you don't drive a car. That's why. That's why I haven't seen it. But uh, so, all right. So after that, we headed down to Link for the official start of the vacation. What an amazing turnout. Tony, try and try and articulate what it was like to to arrive and be a part of, of that. Well, we actually, Tony should articulate because Tony got there after we did. Yeah, which I thought was kind of a dick move on your part, Tony. I, I actually outmarked Mark. I was like, he's going to show up late. I'll show up later. Which I'll is, show him. Which is what I didn't like about it because I'm like, you encouraged <laughs> me to show up late. How the fuck did I just get Manzi by, 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 by fucking Tony? It's bullshit. In fairness, and and uh, Shannon, he can he can vouch for me. Uh, who else was there? We got there on earlier on time, and um, you weren't there yet. And we're like, all right, well, let's just go gamble. And we went and gambled, and we came back. And we're like, Mark here yet? And they're like, nope, not here yet. All right, we'll see you in another five minutes. And the next thing I know, I get your belligerent text message. Oh, I was so angry. I'm I like, don't Where know. The fuck are you? I don't know how like how often you checked in because we were there by like because we were meeting at what three? We were only we were there at like three fifteen. No, no, no. We, we met up at four. We were whatever. We, yeah, we, then we were there at like four fifteen. It, it wasn't like it was half an hour in. So don't make it sound like you know. Oh, we were waiting, and he was half an hour late. Well, no, 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 no. And and the other part of, to be fair to you guys, is we got, I say caught, we got, both I and Jeff were playing uh, our own respective slot machine, and we both got into a bonus round that just wouldn't end. Nice problem to usually have, right? right. Except I'm like, oh my God, I, I got to get out of here, and this bonus game just keeps going on and on and on. So, uh, by the, and, that, and you're like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm winning money, jackass. <laughs> I'm gambling in Vegas. I know crazy notion. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, and I, I have to say, because I, I missed 360 Vegas Vacation too, yeah. so I was a little nervous going to the, the meetup attack because I knew there were a lot of these people that you already knew, and you told me so much about them. Like, am I going to remember who's who? Am I going to do? Like, and there is this weird aspect. I know um, uh, Christine actually asked me this the one night. She's like, isn't it weird to have all these people know so much about you? And you know absolutely nothing about them. And there is an aspect of it, if you stop and think about it, it seems a little odd. But just knowing the people that we've met, I, like, I'm not really worried about it. It was more just the sheer volume of people that you had already met and already right, knew. Right. But, yeah, so I, I was a little nervous going in. 
It, it, it is funny. We've um, we've talked before. Like I, I for some reason with uh, Vegas Vacation too, probably partially because you weren't there, but I, I kind of got a bit nervous. And you have to remind yourself. It's like on this show, we're as honest with who we are as we could possibly be. So it's kind of like if you're anything less than kind of the height of your assholery, <laughs> like you're really going to kind of disappoint people. Like, like no, 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 no. Not only do you do you not have to be concerned about, wait, well, I don't want to offend anybody, but like actually if you don't, you're really going to kind of disappoint people. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, I mean, that is the best part of it. They they already know 100% who we are because yeah. we are ourselves on the show. So if they listen to the show and still want to meet us, right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We give you good reason every single week not to hang out with us. I know, right? Yeah, here you are. <laughs> We're trying, and yet for some reason... Y'all keep coming back. <laughs> I don't know. And growing. What the hell? <laughs> That's right. Let me see your arm. Are there cuts on there? Let me see that arm. <laughs> so, the limo. Earth limos, by the way. The official limo service of 360 Vegas Vacation and 360 Vegas. That limo was amazing. That, that was... I, we, well, first of all, we found the limo we're going to do. We've talked about one of the issues we were concerned about is the like we had the largest limo available, and the and yeah. the limo we had last year was a bit actually for two years it was a bit lowered, so you kind of had to had to had to duck a bit. This thing you could fully stand. It was awesome, and um, we. Uh, uh, I'm, I, I'm glad we had a couple folks at the last minute that backed out because we so it, it seats thirty. 34. They say 34. We, we, we had 29. Right. On, 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 and I don't know where we, where we would have fit four more people. Well, I, and we've thought about that. Like, now that now that we, we're familiar with, with, you know, what it can do and, and, and the sizing and whatnot, uh, I think that is what we're going to do in the, in the future is just there's our 30 cutoff or maybe just 29 cutoff. I don't know. Do you think we could have fit one more person? Or was it oh, like, I'm sure yeah, we could enough. have. I don't know. Maybe we just throw it like a... 29. I mean, that's an odd number, but... You know, it, we're all friends. 30 works. All right. So, yeah, regardless, going forward, it'll be 30, and uh, uh, I, I absolutely love Earth Limos, and not only do we love Earth Limos, and they're the official blah, 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 you can, <laughs> listeners can get a 10% discount when they use the oh promo God. code 360Vegas when you're booking with Earth Limos. Literally, any limo you want to book with, they are literally the official limo service of 360 Vegas. That's how much they love us and how much we love them. Literally, just promo code 360 Vegas. Sorry. Everyone enjoying the video? I knew you guys <laughs> would you enjoy that. Yeah. on a loop? <laughs> yeah, it's on a loop, yeah. Tony's like, move on. Tony, move of on. course, did not disappoint so much that, Tony, where can people find you? Uh, I have no recollection of slapping my ass while dancing around the stripper pole. Once again, Tony went viral from 360 Vegas Vacation. And, and you can now find him at 360 Vegas Tony for fear that someone of importance in his career might find him at, at his usual. Oh, is that why? That is exactly why. Okay. Tony is now once again ashamed at what he's done, but not so much that he doesn't want to stop doing it, just doesn't want to link it back to other things. <laughs> yeah. And Alistair is whipping my ass with a dollar bill. <laughs> All right, next up, what do we do? Oh, sorry, yeah, move along. We went to uh, Pizza Rock. Yes, Pizza Rock. Sir, was that your first experience? 
Yes, indeed it was. And it did not disappoint. It was as great as everyone said that it would be. That, that, it's so epic. It's beyond pizza. It, it, it's, it's, uh, it's just another level. It's so amazing. And what was really great is that we all did what we had hoped we would do, where it was all like, everybody just buy various pizzas, and then we're all just going to eat everybody's shit. <laughs> uh, it was really good. I do have to say one thing that I thought was funny. I apologize, Pizza Rock. This is one of the negatives to becoming a part of 360 Vegas Vacation, Be being an early adapter, is at that time, I originally asked for a reservation for 15. Well, they confirmed it the day before. Like, oh yeah, just go on your reservation for 15. I'm like, oh, oh, my bad. Yeah, I need 30. <laughs> They're like, well, that's the max we can fit. I'm like, boom, works. Then <laughs> 30, we're coming. <laughs> so, sorry, Pizza Rock. <laughs> Well, at least they knew we were coming. All right, what did we do? Well, and they were, they were incredibly accommodating, too. I mean, you know, we initially had asked them if they wouldn't mind uh, giving us all separate checks. And they were like, uh, no, that's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> but they, and, and we said, well, you know, work with us. How can we? One tab is just not going to be conducive. Work with us. And they said, how about we do groups of four or five or six? Right. And, and it worked. And it worked. Is splendidly. I mean, it, it could not have come off any better than that. Yeah. All right. So after that, the concept was we were going to say goodbye to La Bayou and Mermaids, and then go we, on to the. We did. We, as, we as said we it walked, as we walked by. As we walked by. <laughs> no, no, no sad deep fried uh, Twinkies for people saying goodbye. We literally walked right past all of them. And went to the to the beer garden at Plaza. And, I'm, sorry, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Jesus my, Christ. My, my, new, my new toy told me it's time for me to stand up for you're one minute. You're not standing up. You're, you're not. I don't, I don't give a fuck what you're... But, I, but it tells me I have to... It's stand. aggravating me right now. It's aggravating. <laughs> let it know. Let it know that, that it's aggravating me right now. Can you tell it that? Hey, Siri. You're aggravating Mark right now. I don't really like those arbitrary categories. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you fucking talk back to me, Siri. Don't you do it. <laughs> so we we just we bypassed it. We we went straight to Plaza and we dicked around in the beer garden a bit. Um, played some bags and shit. Basically, just it was really just kind of a almost like a meet and greet, just bullshitting with each other. And then we moved on to uh, Plaza where we had dedicated craps and uh, Tony ended up crowning some people who wanted to play uh, slot bless. races. Yeah, God bless you, Tony. This you is where, stuck this to is the where we're a great fucking team <laughs> because it was like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that right now. I didn't want to leave the craps table. Yeah. I was like, no, I, 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 I we, we had a phenomenal time at, at Plaza well, Gaming. And I think the funny thing was with the craps table because the, the, the one end, that, Tony, that you were on, people down there weren't having any luck with their roles. Our end... Because, Mark, you were sitting on the corner, and then those of us that were down there were actually rolling. Like, when it came our turn, you know, we had a good little run. So I think for some of us, it was more fun than it was for others. <laughs> right. Which is unfortunate. But, you know, again, Plaza had plenty to do. And, and uh, again, thank you, Tony, for staying on track and going to find the slot machines to do the slot races. So. Well, certainly my pleasure, but it was truly at the behest of, I believe, Christina had said to me, hey, I, I really wanted to try this slot races thing that you guys talk about. <laughs> right. And, and, you're, and you're right, a fair number of us, uh, Bogan, Shannon, we di weren't having much luck at the, at the craps table. So when Christine was interested in doing that, I said, well, let's go see if we can find some slots. And there were seven off just right in front of the... Uh, Hash House of Go-Go 
restaurant. They were just sitting there completely empty. They're kind of in a forgotten area of the casino, all things considered. And it worked out wonderfully. She and her husband, uh, Jeff, my wife, Ryan, Bogan, Andrew, everybody that wanted to ha- that wanted to play the slot races was able to do the slot races. That's awesome, man. Did you have any big winners? <laughs> You're like, I don't know. Since I, I didn't win, drunk, so I don't right? know. It was really late. <laughs> All right, so this was uh, during this time meeting up at at the uh, uh, beer garden at Plaza was supposed to be the first Vice Lounge Online event at 360 Vegas, but I completely lost track of the thing. Did you guys do cigars? We did. Yeah, they did. Nice. Yeah, yeah. There were there were six or seven of us that all grabbed cigars. The the 360 Oasis guys, Tony and Chris. Yeah. Is that his, is yep. it Chris? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Tony and Chris, they came with me, I think. And again, I apologize. The alcohol uh, kind of erased some of the, the memories. I thought Shannon went with us and had a cigar. At any rate, we, we went to Vatos, which is... Uh, kind of in the back on the far right-hand side if you're looking at Binion's from Fremont Street. And we all went in, we grabbed essentially the exact same smoke, we we cut it, we lit it, and then we made our way down to the plaza and we enjoyed our cigar outside in that beer garden area. And it was, it was gorgeous. It was absolutely a beautiful setting and a great place to be able to enjoy a cigar and have, and have some drinks. I don't know if it's cigar friendly, but nobody said a word to us. No, 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 it is. I I, I reached out to Jonathan about it when, when we were doing the planning, I'm like, listen, this is kind of, because remember we were originally going to do something outside. Like it was going to be at like golden nugget or something. They have an, an outdoor bar because we knew people would be smoking and, and he was like, no, 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 you got to do it at the beer garden. I'm like, okay, it's kind of going to be a cigar thing. Is that cool? He's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. It's not a problem. That is awesome because, uh, once again, this is why our, our partnership is so good because, you know, I get lost in, in whatever it is we're, we're doing, it, it, at least in some variation of like, hey, this is what we're, this is what we're doing. And then I get focused on something like, oh, we're going to do something else. We're like, yeah, go do that. You guys have fun with that. Yeah. And it was really awesome that, that you kind of took the reins there. Like, yeah, I don't, we're going to go do this. <laughs> like, like it's, I, I, we, we said you guys were going to all do this. And now I don't, I don't know where Mark is, but it doesn't really matter. We're I'm do running it anyway. this shit. Yeah. That was awesome. I was, I was really proud of you. He's like, oh, my partner. All right, so that's pretty much it for day one. Yep. Let's move on to Monday, day two. Yeah, we so... <laughs> I've talked about... Uh, Alistair coins it, the Fremont Shakes. Uh, something about the cheap booze down there. Uh, I I tend to drink to excess, and for some reason... Uh, we've talked about this as long as I've been in Memphis. I've had some weird hangover issue, a shaky... It's a weird thing, regardless. What I have learned is that drinking more cures it. So <laughs> I wake up Monday morning, I got I got the Fremont shakes, and I, I head down to the ABC store to go grab some tall boys, take care of it. And I run into John and Colleen Williams, and they um, they shamed me. Inadvertently. Inadvertently. <laughs> oh, I, I, I John assure John's line you, was hilarious. Inadvertently. <laughs> Shamed me. I bump into them because I, I always get um, like. Normal. Well, they had that. They had a special. It was the two for well, right. two tall well, boys well, for on, five hold, bucks. Hold, yeah, yeah. They were like, two tall boys for five bucks, right? So, um, but what I always do when I go to Vegas, this is how I bumped into them. What I always do when I go to Vegas, I normally wear Oakleys. Uh, and, but if I wear Oakleys in Vegas, the sun beats down. They're usually thick on the sides. I get fucking tan, tan like huge, ridiculous.
ridiculous tan lines. So every time I come to Vegas, I always get what I call like a beater pair of, of sunglasses, just, you know, thin wire frames or whatever. I just grab them at, at wherever. And uh, I bump into uh, John and Colleen uh, while they're looking at sunglasses too. And I, you know, I run over, I grab some waters, grab some beers and go up to the counter. And <laughs> just, just as I'm doing that, John kind of wanders over to me and he looks, he goes, breakfast? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Man, and at this point, it's like nine o'clock, ten o'clock, or something. And, in the and, morning, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, what? Well, I mean, when you say it like that, <laughs> now I feel like I have a problem, John. <laughs> How do you start your day, John? Right. <laughs> but it was awesome. Like, uh, it was one of those things that I'll never forget. Like, I told Karen, I'm like, John made me feel bad. <laughs> like, I, I know what I'm doing is bad. John made sure I, just, I knew what I was doing. I just <laughs> love the delivery. I just love how he said when word looked at you. Breakfast? Breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. So we had breakfast at Hash House of Go-Go. They didn't fucking know who we were when we showed up. Didn't have a reservation. This is is just going to get common with 360 Vegas. uh, At this point, I've almost accepted it. It's not going to stop me from getting pissed from time to time, but they had no idea who who we were. Luckily, they were able to accommodate us, and here's what I thought was hilarious. So they, they have this entire side area where they set us all up. and, and Well, like, before before they got us over there, so the manager came over, and he's like, look, we're setting up the side area. You're really sorry. You know, nobody told us that you guys were yeah. coming, didn't know. And, and you start, you know, flipping through your phone. I'm like, look, I was emailing somebody here, you know, with Hash House, and they didn't know we were coming and the date. And he's like, well, you know, I'm really sorry about that. And then he gave you his first name, which I don't even remember what it was. And you're like, wait. And you looked out at your photo, and you're like, what's your last name? And he gave it to you, and you're like, oh, yeah, I was oh, emailing oh, you. you. <laughs> And like, then you can kind of see him going, oh, shit. Yeah, I he was this. like, oh, that would explain what we were. Like, he, I can't even remember what he said, but it was like, like he backed. But ultimately, they accommodated us, so who really gives a shit? But it was pretty great to call out the person who fucked up to the, like, oh, yeah, remember this email right here? That's fucking you that replied. That's, oh, we'll be ready for you. So. Oh, my God, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. No, this, obviously, we're kind of letting the cat out of the bag, but what a crazy trip as it relates to these stupid people not anticipating us. Restaurants. 100% restaurants yeah. were the ones that fumbled things. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking ridiculous. There's more folks who didn't attend. Uh, there's more to the story. So, we're uh, we're enjoying Hash House of Go-Go and Colleen, Colleen was the only one that joined Karen in her spa offer, so they yes. wandered off to... Uh, to. Well, that was the thing, because we, we had a, sh- a tight window, because originally... We were supposed to be breakfast or brunch at 11, and then she and I had the spa appointment that started at noon. And it was close. We didn't think anything about it. But because it took a little longer for us to get seated, seated for the yeah. food to come out, she and I were looking at each other like, crap, we're going to have to, like, woof this down to, you know, be able to get there. But we made it on time, so it was good. Yeah. So we ended up moving on to Banger Brewing. And I, I've raved about this place forever. It's at Neonopolis. I think it's the best craft beer possibly that I've ever had. But... It, it easily in Vegas. I know Sin, Sin City Brewing, uh, Sin City Brewing is is probably the most most popular, but I think Banger Brewery is fucking epic. Tony, you're you're not a beer aficionado as I am, but clearly in the picture that we're showing here, you were enjoying some tiny beers. W- what were your thoughts of uh, Banger Brewing? I thought it was great. I I'd never been before. I was excited that you'd put this on the uh, the itinerary. I had a really nice time. I, the flights were a great idea. It was a fun way just to try a lot of different types of beer. And there were a few that weren't my favorite, but I 
I still enjoyed them, all things considered. And uh, and that, there's a picture of me enjoying them right there. <laughs> but I was, in fairness, I was I was sober. I was 100% sober for that uh, picture. So that's just me thoroughly enjoying my, the company and, and the people that I'm with. It is true. And, and I ended up going on a medication conversation that like that I, just, I riveted fucking people with I, I've said it before in the show I'll, I'll say it again one of the things I've learned with the issues that I have is one of the biggest problems that that people who deal with what it is I deal with is the shame it is is being ashamed of, of what it is that you're going through or that you require medication or blah 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 so I, I learned pretty pretty early on it, it's you got to talk about it I mean that's the easiest way to to kind of kind of squelch any any shame, so I, I don't even know how we got into it, but I started uh, started talking about some of the issues that I was going through, and I, I apparently captivated some people. It was so funny. I felt so bad. Christine, at the uh, uh, raising Las Vegas. Like I swear, I almost made her cry like two three times. You know, <laughs> like you can see it in her face, like going, "You're trying so hard." <laughs> <laughs> It's like don't don't be sad about listen this is this is my world I'm I'm fixing shit things are going good I'm uh but I love Banger Brewing I, if you've never gone first of all I highly encourage you on flights second uh, I think you should definitely try the uh, Morning Joe which is it tastes like coffee like a cappuccino but the most shocking thing is it's 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 a clear beer it, it's it's a golden beer really oh it's amazing oh it's so good. That's crazy. Oh, it's delicious. I would, as soon as you said morning joe, I'd expect it to be a, like, a, a dark, dark yeah. Lex, stout or Lexi's something. the one that, that tipped me off to it. Huh. And I'm like, oh, I got to show. Oh, my God. It's so good. And the staple El Hef, the, the, the beer that has a jalapeno aftertaste. Yep. That is, that's absolutely epic. That's, that's amazing. So that was banger, banger brewing. And then after that, we had to get down to the strip. We knew that everybody needed to relocate. So that was, that was the end of. Of activities until we rejoined at uh, Tacos and Tequila. Karen, did they know we were coming? They did not, Mark. I'm so fucking angry. <laughs> that, 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 was, that, that was the one where you almost lost it, and I, I, I was working really hard to just be like, "Look, they'll, they'll figure it out. We'll make it happen. It's not a big deal." I, this, this was the first time Mark had to walk away. <laughs> While we were setting shit up, because they did accommodate us in the end. But, yeah, they figured out how to make it work. But it's irritating when you make the effort that I make to get these things ready to go. And, I mean, and obviously anybody who's ever attended, you know, we're going to casinos and they got fucking craps tables and blackjack tables for us. And we're going to hotels and they're expecting us. And, uh, you know, and there's some restaurants that absolutely know who we are. And then there's others like, are you fucking kidding me? I made the effort to call you, to reach out to you, to make sure that you knew this was going to happen. And then I fucking show up. I, I mean, not only did I make the effort, I made the effort really in advance yeah so you were really ready for this and then it just dropped well and quite honestly i don't think it was tacos and tequilas that dropped the ball i think it was whoever you were talking with at mgm whoever because they even made they made the point that of all of the food service in luxor they are the only one that are is not run by mgm they are a third-party vendor yeah. so whoever you were talking to couldn't have booked it anyway they would have had to call their corporate office and they wouldn't have taken a party greater than 20 so it wouldn't have mattered but so, and again, they, they figured out how to make it work. Yeah. And that that was my whole thing. I'm like, okay, hold it. Just, we're here. They've obviously got plenty of space. Yeah. I, I got to say, this whole trip has almost encouraged me to be like, you know what? Why am I making the effort to tell you we're coming? We're just going to come and then get loud and be threatening and whatever. And then you're going to, you're going to fucking serve us. 
I mean, because it's not like you we're like... You don't even have to be loud and be threatening. You just come in and say, look, I've got a group of 20 people. And then we know how many people we're going to have. Because you never know. It's a random... It, it's such a random number, which is fine. Right. Because people do different things and they don't you well, know, we set always want to eat yeah. together. And it, it's not a big deal. But, you know, you I think because originally you had told the MGM person was going to be another group of 30. And we ended up initially with like... 14 and then another group of 14 or 15 came later <laughs> <Right. laughs> but it, it's not I mean to tell somebody 30 and then to come in with half the number that kind of messes them up too because they're sort of planning on it from a staffing standpoint Well, we keep trying to tell them like it, it, it's not like we want to be all seated together we want to be in some kind of private seating or something I was like we just want to be in the area where we can chat with each other well see no that's funny because that was not what you said at all you wanted us all seated together so everybody could talk that was what, and, and you, that was one of the things you were so pissed off about because she could have sat us in groups of four and six and that kind of stuff. And well, you I just were adamant. To be in the area, like if you're talking about spreading us out throughout the the restaurant, then yeah, I'm gonna have an issue with that. Just I just block us. In I an think area. personally, I think your expectations for the dining is is a little challenging for everybody, it, both from the the wait staff of trying to fit everybody in and then wanting separate checks. It'd be different if we could do it all in one check, but we know that's like a freaking disaster. I, I hear that, but here's the way I look at it. I can filter these people anywhere. That's, you're right. You can. You know, and it's like, I chose you. I, I was like, I want I want my listeners to, to experience you. I, I want you to get this revenue. You're going to be fucking dicks about it. Like, well, fuck you. I'll well, take you somewhere else. You need to be dicks about it. It's about the pressure you're putting on the wait staff and the restaurants, too. But we're not, I, I, and maybe that's really where the confusion is. We're not like, when we go to these places, we're not like, well, the service was shit. This is like, no, we're, we're obviously we're taxing you. You know, we just, I just want food. We just, we want to be together. And we, we, but that's, but that's what I mean. I mean, you're, you're getting a little bit of an, uh, an ego about, I could bring these people anywhere. I want to come here. You need to serve me. And I mean, it's not an ego because I fucking make the effort. No, because of the effort thing. No, 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 no. You're right. The effort thing is totally right. The fact that you reached out to folks and they were doing whatever, but I mean, that's you know, what pisses me off. You're just like, you know, I'm bringing these people here. I could bring them anywhere. Well, you could, but you're also coming in with some really tough expectations. Typically, if they do a party of one size or bigger, it's all one check. There's no splitting up. There's no any of that stuff. And you're like, go to see what the big deal is. We'll just split it up. It's a pain in the ass. It is. And we tip well, all right? We do, <laughs> but it's still a pain in the ass. Whatever. Hey, can I air a grievance? Go for it. I appreciate it. And this, and I got, I'm going to make sure that I am delineating my my grievance here it is exclusively with the m life boothlings at luxor Ooh. certainly not about what we're about to roll in here as it relates to the gaming of luxor hunt almost tale of two casinos if you will but we need to talk about and i tweeted about this and the good folks that were a part of our group that were particularly sitting at the table that i was a part of because i showed up late again for this particular meal and I was late because I didn't have any M Life, any of my M Life cards with me, player cards with me. I knew that my wife and Jeff were going to want to go play some slots, and and they did. We came into the Luxor and they beelined it straight to that center bar area. They wanted to gamble and they wanted to drink. And I said, "Cool. Here's one of my. Here's a player card. I don't have any more. I'll just go to the M Life booth. I'll get a couple more. Start playing." And there were probably oh, I don't know, six or seven people in front of us. And it took 15 minutes for them to get us through, mainly because all of the, I shouldn't say all of, the super majority of individuals that are ever in line to get a player's card at these casinos are typically first time sign up 
player card individuals, mm -hmm. which means that it's going to take time, and I get that. The, <clears throat> the boothlings have to type in your name and your address and your phone number. I mean, there's, there's, and then if, and if they're running some sort of little gimmicky, like they were doing at Luxor, which is you could spin a wheel and they would put typically $5 of free play on your card, could be $10 of free play, you know, whatever shows up on the, on the big wheel that you spin. Right. So I'm, and I'm like, why don't they just have a line for people who want to get their player cards reissued? How great would that be if there was just a, do you have your card and don't have it with you? Stand right here. Give me your ID. I'll print one off for you and you'll be on your way. Well, they should have a kiosk. So they should have a kiosk yeah. for that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Allegedly, they do. Not them. Not them specifically, to be clear. Um, uh, from Twitter, and I, I suspect as this starts to, to cycle through, there are going to be folks that are going to chime in here because I think Bogan made mention of it on Twitter. The Win, I think, has it, or Venetian, that's I think, has clever. it. There are where? Uh, no, I was saying that's fucking clever. Think about it. You're already in the database. You're just punching your shit and be yeah. like, I need another card. Boop, spit it out. They at, at this point, you can now at a lot of these properties go to a kiosk to check into your room and it'll spit out your 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 key cards, you know, for your room. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that idea, Tony. So all so now it's my turn. Alright, so I've been in line for about 15 minutes. I'm looking at my watch. I thought dinner was at seven it was at 7:30, so it's 7:15. I'm thinking, all right, I'm still gonna, you know, I'm still golden, I'm gonna be just fine. And it's my turn to, to go up, and somebody comes up in one of the little elite lines right. <laughs> next to us. And I start to walk up, and the girl goes, oh, no, no, sir, I'm sorry. They're, I, I have to take them first. And I'm like, all right, I get it. I, I know how this game works. It's totally cool. And then, and then someone else comes up in the elite line. And I start walking up when it's my turn, and they go, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, sir. We need to take this person. And I lose my shit. <laughs> I start screaming at him. I pivot so that I'm facing all of the people behind me in line. And I'm like, what about all of us that have been waiting here for 15 minutes? Some of us who just want to print off a card that we've already got. And the poor little boothling girl was like deer in headlights. And she goes, I'll, I'll be with you in just a moment. I go, yeah, but what if people keep showing up in this elite line? Does this mean none of us in this line will ever get taken care of? And she did exactly what she should have done, which was totally ignore me because she was like, this guy's in meltdown mode and there's nothing I can do. And so I'm on Twitter and I mean, I am just tweeting the shit out of what's going on and I'm livid. And so by the time then we get upstairs and lo and behold, they don't have any table for us. I thought I was going to light the pyramid on fire. I was like... So it was, it was, uh, it was, it, but so we have this pyramid on fire. <laughs> got a couple of cocktails in me and I calmed right the fuck down and I was good to go. Oh my God. That is hilarious. <laughs> light the pyramid on fire. That is so, so actually tacos and tequila managed to get a twofer. How's that? They pissed you off and they pissed Tony off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Right. <laughs> that's, that's that's tough to do. Normally, one of you is at least like, oh, not a big deal. I didn't know this to, for both of them. Go, ooh, not good. Someone in the chat said something about we need to just start being like, don't you know who we are? I would do that, except for the fact that every person that ever does that, I want to fucking choke to death. I'm gonna take my thumbs and jam them into their goddamn Adam's apple and fucking. 
I want the light to escape from them as I'm holding on to them. That's why we don't do it. But you, you realize you've done that before. I, I have done that before. <laughs> that was that was pre-diagnosed. Oh, my God. Wow, we're kind of going down a road. I'm going to give you the very... No, it's a, you don't even have to. It's just you've done it before, and you felt like an idiot afterwards. You said, you know, I have a podcast. I've got... Hundreds oh, of that. people that oh, listen. Oh, to I me. thought you meant choking someone and trying no. to trying to. No, squeeze I the meant that. Do you know who I am? Yeah, I've done that once and I've tried to kill him. <laughs> that was pre-diagnosis. It wasn't me. Pre-diagnosis. All right. That that was kind of a red flag. They're like going, "Wow, you might have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you should probably see somebody." <laughs> okay, let's talk about one of the first fucking app. This shit always happens every trip. We always have something like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is going on. Not like we weren't having over-the-top fun at this point. Luxor. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. Michael, the... Uh, I got to give... I got to give... Yeah, uh, Michael Patton is the guy that yeah. reached out to us, by the way. We didn't... We, we always, every time we, we set these things up, we reach out to properties and we say, hey, you know, we got 360 Vegas vacation. We're going to have X amount of people that are going to be coming in this way. You know, it, it, the same way you've talked about with dining, it's like, we don't know, 15, 30, 40. We have no idea what's going to show up. But here's what you could have coming your way. And some accommodate, some some do not. And uh, Luxor reached out to us. Michael specifically reached out to us. Be like, hey, I, I know you guys are doing... You know, a 360 Vegas vacation. We'd love to have you here. I'm like, well, that's awesome because we were thinking about including you guys, but you know, we we, we didn't really have a contact. We didn't, you know, it, it's it 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 had kind of already gotten to the point where I'd gotten frustrated enough with dealing with properties with the Tropicana issue that I had. Yeah. That I was like, you know what? I'm I'm fucking tired. I'm not reaching out to any more properties. We'll just gamble because we had one of the epic times of Vegas vacation too was when Trop fucked us the first time. We're like, fuck it, we're going Excalibur, and we're like, this is amazing. We just took that casino over. They had no idea we were coming. So we were like... You scared everybody else off the craps tables. And no, the we did table. not. We drew a crowd, Karen. <laughs> Karen, I was able to spray beer on a woman three <laughs> times in a row. I know. But she's like, I don't give a fuck. We're having fun. I'm, good. I'm making I'm money. too much money. Right. <laughs> I can buy another tea. I can buy 18 of these for like $3 right. down at the uh, <laughs> t-shirt strip. But the funny thing about it, when Michael reached out to me, I said, listen, so we're already going to eat dinner at, at Tacos and Tequila. We have plans to gamble somewhere, whether it be Luxor or Excalibur or Mandalay, but we don't know. We're just going to gamble. We're going to have fun. And, uh, and then we're, we're going to do uh, uh, cheese and booze at, uh, at, at Tender this time. I said, so really, all you're looking to do is, is, is get our attention for two hours. That's really the best you can hope for. And, and he, he took that fucking challenge on. <laughs> and not only did he meet that challenge, he did what a lot of properties don't do. We bailed on Tender. <laughs> We were having so much fun. We're like, fuck it. Let's just keep playing. Well, yeah. And that night there, like initially there were a group of us that just weren't having any luck at the craps table. So we just moved over to the blackjack Black table Jack, yep. and it, it was kind of neat. People were sort of wandering back and forth between the, the craps table and the blackjack tables. And I think even that first night they offered. So they did open a second one, a right. second blackjack table. They and then they offered to open a third. Third, Because you're right. Everybody kind of uh, kind of moved from uh, from from craps because nobody's having any fun. Like, fuck, it was all play blackjack. Yeah. And uh, uh, but it, it, it's more than that. First of all, Michael Patton, if you have the opportunity to work with this guy, <laughs> holy shit, this guy gets it. All right. He gets that you're there to have fun. He let us do things 
people aren't allowed to do in Vegas casinos. <laughs> like we were as obnoxious as we could possibly be. And they're well, like, ha, 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 ha. It wasn't even that we were obnoxious. It's it's just that, um, so we were talking to each other. So they obviously knew we knew each other. So we'd get up and go. And like Joey, I think Norma one time was playing with Joey's chips. And technically you're not allowed to do that. But they obviously figured out that they were together and married. And it wasn't a big deal. I mean, right. it just there were certain things. I don't think we were being loud obnoxious. We were yelling back and forth across the table. Well, that's that's what I mean. Like we're, like we're, we're talking to each other. We're, we're, break, we're basically breaking basic rules that have always been kind of, I've always thought were kind of dumb, especially in our settings where we obviously all know each other. But it, like it, it was like a friend brought you over to, to play at the casino. Like, oh, no, 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 it's, you guys just have fun. Like, we're bullshitting with him, we're bullshitting. Like, we're taking pictures of us playing craps, of us playing blackjack. We're taking pictures of, of the, the crew. People freak out when you do shit well, like yeah, John, that. John posted a picture um, of the craps table, and the dealers are, are looking they're at the camera and smiling, which yeah. they, they're not supposed to do. They have, um, Luxor has these bells. Every time they get tipped, yeah. um, they ring <laughs> it. Right. We took them over. We took him over. We started just battling each other, like, bing, bing, yeah, over here we're better. Yeah. And they were like, whatever, they're having fun. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it was ridiculous. We had so much. Tony, am I, please, please, I have to be missing something. Uh, you're missing the fact that Michael Patton is on Ustream right now with us. No, I saw that. I saw that. Oh, sweet. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. realize yeah. that was him. Thanks, Michael. I, I, yeah, I know. Seriously, right? Everybody's like, wait, wait, the Michael Patton is in the chat right now? Because yeah. even I was like, wait, Michael Patton? Because it's LV Patton. I'm yeah. like, wait, wait, Michael Patton? He's he's, he's a nice. He, he's a supporter of the show. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty... going to contribute to the delinquency. <laughs> in, in good ways. In good ways. <laughs> Is there anything that I'm missing about that night? It, 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 it was a lot of fun. I mean, there's no way that we can articulate what they did. But no, it was... I mean, like I said, we were having so much fun. That, and I love the whole, you know, wine and cheese and meat trays and stuff that you can get over there at, uh, at, at Tender. And for me to just be like, I'm not getting, I'm leaving. Yeah. I mean, I was probably hungry and I think I needed some food, but I was like, I'm not going. This it is way too much just, fun. Yeah, it was just insane amount of fun. Just what an amazing, amazing night. We cannot thank Luxor and Michael again. You have, um, you, you, you've caused us to rethink some plans that we, that we, that we thought uh, were, were set in stone. But, um, well, that, that is what, um, what day two of, uh, of 360 Vegas vacation was. So, Tony, take us in. Sure. That would be my pleasure. I'd be happy to do that. Well, as soon as he opens up his iPad. <laughs> uh, so, essentially, the next day, was day three. That was Tuesday. The last official and day. Right. That's yes, the last official day. Correct. Thank goodness. I don't day. think Mark could have handled another day. It, it's, no, been I, made, uh, it's been made clear to me that Vegas vacation cannot be extended to another day. <laughs> uh, you, so I missed out. I did not have the chance to to check out Broadway Burger at New York, New York. Um, but... Uh, what, how was it? Was it any good? Was it? Uh, well, Tony, I think you need to explain yourself. She seemed... I think you need to explain yourself. Why weren't oh. you able to join us? Uh, I had uh, someone reach out to me through the, the through the Vice Lounge Online podcast to ask if I would ever be interested in coming down and getting to meet the guy that owns the new um, Davidoff cigar 
bar and lounge that's out. Uh, okay, I'm going to try English. Holy cow. It's <laughs> it's out in front of the fashion show mall across the street from Wynn. So it's a standalone building, but they just opened up within the last, I don't know, two, maybe three months. And the the, the guy that, that owns it, his... Uh, how do I want to phrase it? His, um, like, marketing team somehow found out about Vice Lounge and and my affinity for these particular types of cigars, these Davidoff cigars. And he said, well, anytime you're out in Vegas, if you want to meet the, the owner and, and maybe interview him or something for your podcast, we'd love to, to come and host you. So I went out there, and I had the chance to, to meet up with him. A little bit of trivia for those that don't know. If you've seen those Davidoff kiosks at like, there's one in uh, the Venetian, there's one in between, in that walkway between Bally's and Paris, there's one at MGM Grand, there's one down at uh, Mandalay Bay. Those are all owned by the same guy. And he's done so well with these, with these little shops that he decided just to open up an entirely actual physical establishment that is a bar and, and cigar lounge. And it is the coolest thing. Uh, it's, it's kind of a, and I'll only, take another 10 seconds just to explain it but effectively it's kind of a, a fishbowl type building where two-thirds of the building are nothing but floor to ceiling windows and it has this little lounge area right out in front of these windows so if you're inside looking out you can see the strip and if you're sitting in the little lounge outside you're right there on the strip i mean you could you can see eyeball to eyeball to some of the drivers on the strip. It's that close to the road. Wow. It is the coolest thing ever. And their cocktail menu is gorgeous. The, the the scotches, the bourbons that they had, all sorts of rums and tequilas that even I was not familiar with. Just the coolest thing ever. So I, I'm excited to get to go back. But unfortunately, I that occurred at the same time as is this lunch at Broadway Burger. And I, I of course, knew this, but I, w I wanted you to be able to share that, that people like this guy that, that reached out to you and, and Michael, like th this is, this is really what, like you and I, obviously we, we get to do things that other people can't do because we do what we do. But ultimately what we really want to do is share this with fucking people. Like we're like, oh my God, this is really cool. You guys got to check this out. You got to go see this. And, and I, I really appreciate that, that you know, the, those guys, the Davidoff guys reached out to you when you had that opportunity to do something like that. Uh, just well done, well, and Vegas. That, I mean, that's well done. Maybe another way to say it, kind of the same thing is, you know, Tony, you guys started the Vice Lounge podcast because you're interested in the cigars, alcohol, and gambling. Yeah. Mark, you did the, you know, the 360 Vegas podcast because you love Vegas. And anytime somebody reaches out to you that's in that in in those industries or that industry because of the show and what you do and says yeah hey come on to do this it's it's almost like one of those holy shit people are actually listening to me especially um, if they get it yeah it's like going oh no you love this oh you got to check this out i got to show you this yeah well but i mean again this guy like tony says this guy owns all of those kiosks along vegas that's so somehow awesome. heard about the show or somebody works for him did and said hey next time you're in town come on down we'd love to talk with you so Th great. not everybody get i mean it's not like a random person goes out and you know gets a phone call excuse me like anybody that loves cigars doesn't randomly get a phone call to say hey come you know you can come in and meet our owner that's the cool side of of doing it, it it's like a, a payoff almost which sounds crazy it's but it's benefit. like yeah. it is well that's what i mean it's like i'm putting all this work into it and it actually matters and because of it i got to do something really cool right right so i don't did, know if i said that the right way tony no i i know what you meant i i think we all we all know what you meant now tony did you do a formal interview or you kind of like me we're like this is just cool 
No, I really did. And as a matter of fact, uh, tomorrow, Vice Lounge episode 273, I believe it is, that posts tomorrow, is a trip report of... 360 Vegas Vacation 3 plus the interview that we had recorded oh, with that's cool. uh, with owner. That's awesome. I, I can't wait to hear. You know what I just realized? We, we've talked about this before where uh, obviously this is episode 200, but we release, you know, vintage, origins, whatever. Like we have tons of things. So we've actually released, this is actually the 266th piece of content we've released. You literally started even before we ever started. Because you guys just number like everything you put out, like like most people do. I, I have lots of issues that require medication. That seems to be one of them. <laughs> so wow, good for you. I, I didn't realize you guys literally even started way way before we started. Good well, for you, buddy. Yeah, because shortly after we did the podcast, remember we met Tony and Jason, and at that time they'd been doing the Vice Lounge podcast for a lot longer. You've been doing 360 Vegas, yeah. so. I, ju- I just wanted to. I remember Tony. I just wanted to say good for you, Tony. <laughs> Well, thank you. You guys were on like episode 12 of us. Yep. Maybe not 12, but yeah, I remember coming into Joliet. Oh, be like, I'm going to meet Mark and Karen. I'm going to meet Mark and Karen. <laughs> and somehow. And then I lured you guys back to my hotel room. I was going to say, your hotel room. somehow you convinced I Mark and I BFFs. That, that, going, that it would be cool to go back up to the room that you and Jason were sharing to I, just I'm come record with us for a little while. If they were the first oh, they were. group of people that yeah. I'm like, holy shit, I met somebody. These people are fucking awesome. This, yeah. is, this is great. They were the first ones that we that's, met. That's, that's totally great. Okay, so we went to Broadway Burger at New York, New York, which I am currently claiming to be the best burger in Vegas. And, of course, we're going to do a 360 Vegas review on this, but Karen got real shitty. Uh, when we I were doing did, the review, whatever. you did. You did. You were like, well, I think KGB Burger's better. I'm like, well, KGB Burger's not here anymore. BLT Burger. BLT Burger's fucking here anymore. And then you asked me, so we had this conversation, like, it, isn't it the best burger on the strip? I don't know. And Annis, honestly, I was thinking about it, and I should say this for, for the review. Yeah. No, because the $80 burger that I had at Burger uh, Bar was by far better. Oh, well, that's fair. So don't start. That's a fair argument, but you didn't bring that up at that point. <laughs> Isn't, isn't it the best burger on the strip? I'm like, how the fuck do I know? This is like the only Listen burger I mean, place she got me. shitty about it. I was like, isn't it the best burger? I don't know. I haven't tried it, one. I'm like, well, you haven't tried every fucking steak place, but every time we go to one, you have a fucking opinion about it. She's in the, she's tapping in the chat. Whatever. Shut up. <laughs> so it, it was, everyone agreed it was good. We had, we had a really good experience. They did actually know we were coming or they didn't know we were coming and they were smart enough to lie. <laughs> and, and they were like, well, we got a lot of open seats. Fuck it. We can send all these people. It's not a problem. One thing I did think was really cute is uh, Vegas Vacation 2, before it officially started, uh, I, had, I had run into John Williams and I was I was headed over to Broadway Burger, just just, you know, part of my own shit I was going to do in Vegas and John joined me and uh, I had started taking pictures at that time and ended up you know running into a guy who I just thought was like the bartender or something at the it was like oh what are you doing I'm like yeah we do a podcast just take pictures blah 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 so uh, fast forward to a year later I run into that guy again he's like oh fuck I remember you from last year I'm like how the hell do you remember me like well it's a guy wandering around a bald guy wandering around taking pictures said he's got a podcast it's pretty easy to remember (laughs) like right, fair enough Okay. Stupid idiotic. Or stupidiotic or whatever. Oh, that's yeah, stupidiotic. This is this is something, Tony, I think you missed in a fucking huge way. Karen, for the listeners, explain what stupidiotic is. So the best way to explain it, anybody that's old enough, if they remember when Spencer's first came out and it was actually edgy and before it turned into like a teeny pothouse. Right. Um 
Stupidiotic has all kinds of just shit that makes you laugh. Yeah. I don't I don't even know how else to say I it. I remember the first thing we saw was Dear Asshole. Yes, it's a book. Yeah, just it's a, a book, book of, of, well, you read called, it. Called Dear Asshole that, that basically it has tear out pages of letters that you can just sign and give to the assholes in your life. So whether <laughs> it is, um, you know, the asshole that always wants to talk about how sick they are at work or if it's... Um, you know your your friend that that always like laughs too loud and dominates a conversation. Pick a title. Me. Yeah, you. Oh, there, I'm sure there's several letters <laughs> in there for you. I assure you. But yeah, it's it, so so it's you. It, it's you know, dear whatever type of asshole it is, and it's a whole letter that basically goes on a rant about how awful they are and and meaningless and just <laughs> knock it off. And then you sign it, and there's usually a P.S. at the end, which is like the just the nail that goes through the heart. But there's there's stuff like that. I just I. There was so much cool, funny stuff in there. So awesome. So much that we stumbled into it. I can't even remember how or well, why. Well, because we walked by it, and I'm like, I, there was a T-shirt or something I saw that looked funny. Because you were like, oh, this is the dumbest idea. To oh, I, uh, to be fair, right off the bat, when New York, New York did their revisions to their, their whole front facade, where they expanded nine fine Irishmen, and they added the Hershey shop and, and all the other shit there, uh, Stupidiotic was one of the things that they added. I destroyed this place. I thought it was the fucking dumbest thing that I'd ever seen. Total waste of space. Didn't get it. And uh, I, I was I was brutal. I 100% was completely wrong. This place is fucking hilarious. It's clever. It's fun. We literally, the picture you're seeing, if you're enjoying the enhanced show on Ustream, <laughs> is a picture of a Little Dipper, which is a little... I don't, I don't even know what you call it. It's, it's like a crook is, is kind of what it is. Where you can put a, an Oreo. Put Oreo on it. Yeah, you put your Oreo in it, and you can fully dip it into your milk and pull it back out. You don't have to worry about it falling apart in your fingers. Or and your falls. fingers getting in the milk yeah, and everything none of that. else. No, yeah. boom. Yeah. They, but, I mean, that's why it has, like, the, the Dear Asshole book, but then it's got stuff like this that you're like, I did not know I like, needed this shit, until I saw it. That's amazing. They have, they have a wine glass uh, that, is, that is an entire bottle of wine oh, yeah, that with, a, with a glass on the top. <laughs> They have what I, uh, something else I bought, Creative Cursing, which is a giant flip book where on one side it's got it's got one curse and the other. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. It's got two sides with, with a, a word two on flips, each page. Yeah. So you flip through it and it does little curse combos. I'm yeah. sure Mark's going to use it one time during, during <laughs> I've the actually shows. talked about making it a part of the show where I'm like, this week's Creative Curse. But I was yeah. like, how am I going to keep track My of it? My favorite thing were the, um, like the, the road trip um, game paddles. Oh, you didn't get them though. I didn't, but I, I really want to. So they have like four different sets. So it comes in a set of five paddles. Like a, think of um Signs. Just, just yeah, thrown like up. Yeah, like signs. Think about um, if you're if you're in an auction and you flip up a sign. Right. Like that. Right. So they're, they're probably at least a good, you know, eight inches by eight inches with a paddle on the end. And, and they're, they're double-sided, so they've got uh, pictures or words on both sides. Right. And they have a set for adults. Uh, in the car, they have a set for kids in the car, and they have a set for work. And so, for the kids in the car, it's got stuff like a, you know, honk, or you know, wavy, or yeah, yeah. Who, who farted, stuff like that. It has a, one of them has a picture of a, a face that's throwing up. So, like things to entertain the kids when they're right. in the car. The adult version has stuff like you know, WTF. Um, one of them says, "Are you drunk? <laughs> um, like, get off your fucking phone." Like, there's. <laughs> There's different sayings like that. that like, you can... we literally talked to the, to the... She was like, oh, yeah, I've, I've, I've had people chase me because they're enraged by these... Fl-. I'm yeah, like, like she, oh, it, I want it, those it, so it bad. <laughs> yeah, I really... I did. And they have a work one. It's like, you know, are you kidding me? Or get me out of this? Or this meeting sucks? Or something like that. But 
um, I, I did end up, I had to buy something just for work and I had to be very deliberate about yeah. it. Because my, my team has a great sense of humor, but I, work, I still know it's work. Not so much. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the, it, it, there was just a lot of really fun, silly stuff in this store that, I mean, there's more stuff in there that I would like to go back and get, but we tried to not buy useless shit just for the sake of buying it because there's a lot of it. It was funny. <laughs> well, you ended up getting the the magnetic uh, decision maker. Like that like that thing, we dicked around with it. We're all like, well, it's got to be some kind of fucking pattern or something. I'm like, no, no, it was funny. <laughs> so, so Scott on the chat says that his girlfriend calls him Little Dipper. Um, <laughs> and then Vegas Bright I'm not sure who Vegas Bright is, but Vegas Bright. Vegas Bright's got the podcast, their blog. Oh, cool. Um, I like to call them their name. I don't know who that, oh. what their name is. Oh, sorry. Uh, but he says, my wife calls me eight inches with a paddle on the end. <laughs> oh, gotta love our listeners. <laughs> All right, so that was stupidity. <laughs> if you haven't had a chance to check it out, we encourage that you do. <laughs> Oh, so. another example that they did. I remember because Colleen was looking at this because of her. Um, she got a granddaughter, who's you know a toddler. But the book is titled <laughs> titled Toddlers Are Assholes. Um, <laughs> and she didn't buy it, but I knew she was looking at it, laughing. So it was kind of funny. Right. <laughs> so uh, after that, we went on to the park at uh, the like New York New York's park, whatever the fuck it is. What were your thoughts? We don't, we don't have to say too much about this because we did a review on it. it it's it's an area that's lined with a bunch of restaurants yeah, it basically to get has you back to the arena. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it restaurant really row. I think it looks nice. Um, I think the construction that's going on at Monte Carlo is really distracting. It's almost like they're like, oh, we're open enough. But it, it really <laughs> feels like a construction zone because of, of Well, and then one day we, we sat outside and grabbed a, well, it was lunch, but it was breakfast for us. And, and whatever they're doing for the theater on the other side of the street, they're like shaving the fiberglass. So you're sitting there and you see it almost looked like little snowflakes. It did look like snowflakes. Coming down, but it was little snowflakes of fiberglass. I'm like, yeah, that's probably not good if it lands in your food. <laughs> right. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, overall, it, it is, it's it's sharp. I, I actually made the the uh, amusing, I don't know if Revelation's the right, whatever. I pointed out that I thought it was funny that MGM created a park for their outdoor shopping area or whatever and Bally's destroyed one to make the Grand Bazaar. <laughs> oh, yep, there we all are. You got to see the Mark Stroll. <laughs> the, pimp, the pimp walk. With, with, with the, the tall boy in his the hand. The pimp walk, yeah. Well, it was relatively early. I was still refueling. <laughs> this was after lunch. <laughs> okay, uh, listen, I clearly have a problem in Las Vegas, alright? Let's not... Don't judge me for it. <laughs> okay, so wait a minute. So where the fuck were you at this point? When did you catch up with us, Tony? Uh, at Monte Carlo, ah. which is conveniently what we're talking about next. Grand Lounge. <laughs> I kind of knew that. I was just telegraphing. I'm a good yeah, story. Yeah, see, that's, that's transition right there. Right? <laughs> we're pros here. If you, if you guys haven't noticed, we're pros. Okay, so next, we went to Brand Lounge. This is... Uh, when Karen and I first started doing reviews, one of the first things that we did is we went to these lounges that had these these various, you know, specialty cocktails. And this place has some fucking amazing ones. Now, we went there the second they opened. And this is another property that knew that we were coming. Uh, I'm not entirely sure if the bartender uh, knew or forgot or whatever it was. But we got there. It was kind of funny because the doors were open. We walk in. 
we're, we're sitting in our chairs, we're going up to the bar. There's nobody at the bar. And, um, you know, I, I, I kind of poke my head around the corner and I see, you know, they're back there mulling around or whatever. What cracks me up is is this bartender walks out and all of a sudden he's got 30 people waiting for him. And I know he's like, <laughs> oh, shit. We kept him hopping, too, but he did a great that job. That guy was amazing. We, yeah. we literally reached out to management. We're like, you have 30 rambunctious, fucking loud, crazy people. This guy served the fuck out of us. It was amazing. He was funny. He was nice. He got. He was right on top of shit. That guy was amazing. We tipped the fuck out of him for that. Ah, right. His name was Eric. Eric. That's right. That, that's right. But we had so much fun. Tony, was that your first experience at Brand Lounge? Yes. Yes, it was. And we enjoyed it so much that we can't wait to go back and actually try dinner at this particular restaurant because of how good Eric's service was at the bar. And we just assume if the if the the bar is that good. And he and it was just one guy dealing with all of us. You know, I'm sure us. the meal all and the food and the service would all be just as, as awesome. But I think we would be we should definitely give a shout out to Eric, if you remember, uh, Mark, we went up to Adam, that was the manager yeah. that was there, and um, we told him, we said, listen, we came in, the guy just, he's been one drink after another drink after another drink, I mean, the guy is just, he's uh, just fantastic, and he goes, thank you for sharing that. Two things you need to know. Number one, there was supposed to have been an additional bartender there with him to help him out so that he wasn't doing this alone, and they bailed on him, and... Number two, he came in and he didn't even have a. Ch- oh, and maybe maybe Adam didn't tell us this. Maybe it was my wife that had told us this. He got in. He didn't even have a chance to open his register. He literally was just taking cash from people and trusting everybody yeah. that they either. Wow, I didn't had know that. It was all laid out on the counter pay. initially. It was just cash on the counter because he wasn't. Set That's up. amazing. That is amazing. That guy was fucking epic. I'm sure, though, he made a boatload of tips that night. Well, that, that's I the one thing that. that's great about us is that every time, like, we go to these restaurants, we go to these bars, we're like, going, we tip like fucking crazy. And should you dare to actually give really good service, we're going to over tip the shit out of you. Like, like we've had those comments uh, come from people who, uh, like, when we go to game, uh, we we have we have group gaming, where where the the people, the attendants at the table are just getting bats left and right from the from the crowd we're just tipping them like crazy like i remember the first time we did it vegas vacation one monte carlo was the one that did it like when we never we've been doing this for years we never had this much fun right like you guys are just tipping us you're betting for us you're doing this. like we felt like we were hanging out with you we're like yes that's kind of what we're going yeah. for there so that was it. we had so much fun at brand and I was kind of still a little bit salty because there were a couple of people that had forgotten us that I assumed Centrifuge forgot about us because we're like, fuck it, we're not going to Centrifuge, we're going to stay here. <laughs> <laughs> so we stayed until it was time for dinner at Tap Sports uh, Bar at MGM. Karen, did Tap know we were coming? They did not, Mark. They're snapped <laughs> Mark, 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 this, this one. Mark I, had to walk away. Yeah, Mark, yeah. <laughs> And, and they eventually accommodated us, which was great, and the food was good. But I was apparently so irritated. We, we had plans to review it. We never reviewed it. <laughs> Just completely forgot. But here's something epic that happened as a result. So obviously I, I'm pretty irritated about the fact that I, I, I've made this effort for people, and I want to uh, you know, I, I give you guys a great time. And granted, they're still accommodating us, but you know, when you make the effort... 
And they're like, ooh, what's going on? It's like, why am I trying so fucking hard and you're not trying? Like, I don't understand why my effort to give you money is more than your effort to take my fucking money. I don't, that I don't, I don't get. It's too irritating. So we had plans to go to Tropicana, even though Tropicana kind of fucked us in Vegas Vacation 2 and Tropicana uh, fumbled uh, while they were trying to apologize and fix everything from their fumble at Vegas Vacation 2. They were really going to hook us up for Vegas Vacation 3 and drop the ball on that again because now Penn National owns them. Now it's a whole corporate bullshit. The people that had the power to do shit for us lost that power and I got tired of dealing with them, blah, blah, blah. I still wanted to share Tropicana because what they've done since Humanogen, uh, obviously he's not running it anymore, but um, since their renovation, I, I think is stunning. It's, it's very impressive, and I still want to share it with people. But I, 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 I'm pretty irritated. I'm trying to calm down before we're, we're going into dinner. And, you know, everybody in attendance is like, you know what we should do? Like, like it's, it's frustrating that people that, you know, you're making the effort to showcase don't even fucking remember you or don't know you or, or whatever it is. Why aren't we celebrating the people that that do know and appreciate us and like us. I'm like, I wonder if Luxor could hook us up again. And I'm like, holy shit, that's a good fucking idea. Hold on, let, 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 let me text Michael. Text him. I'm not fucking bullshitting you. 90 seconds later, this guy replies like, done, table's ready for you guys. Like, are you fucking kidding me? We're all going to Luxor, let's go. We're all fucking going. <laughs> so after dinner, we head over to Luxor and I, I, don't, I don't know if it's possible. Uh, it may have been better than, than the first night. Tony, but please el elaborate. They pulled out all the stops for our group. It, I, you know, I anticipated there being like, you know, maybe one little table, kind of a blackjack table held off to the side if we wanted to try it. Nope. They did exactly for us the second night in a row what they did for us the first night in a row, or first night of the trip, which was they made a craps table available for us. They made a two or three blackjack tables available for us. And that's not that's not a, a, a small feat when you think about the fact that you got to have staff for that. You have to have dealers for that. A craps table on average is going to take roughly three people plus a, plus a, a, a box man. You've got to have a dealer for the blackjack tables, but you also then have to have somebody that can come through and be their 20 minute relief. I mean, it, it takes a fair number of people to be able to hold down just three or four tables. And the fact that they did it just for us, I, I unfortunately, I think he, Michael's gone from the chat at this point, he had to head into work, but I, I would love to have told him, you know, this is what makes me want to come back and stay exclusively at Luxor because this is the chance to give back to them what they provided for us it that was that was unbelievable and i'm looking at the picture right now of the staff of the of the dealers and the and the box woman but looking at the picture i mean they were just so much fun and they were the same crew from the night before so they all knew who we were and they're all ready to put up with our you know tolerate our craziness it was it was truly one of the absolute most one of the best trips i would say top two trips, top three trips I've ever taken because of shit just like this. I, I've made the effort to let to let Michael know that not only did, like our listeners are still talking about, nobody can shut up about what Luxor did for us. I mean, it, like every social media fucking conversation, like all of it, nobody can stop talking about it. Tony, you and I have had, without, without revealing anything because nothing's set in stone, we, 
anybody who, who listens intently to the show knows that when we came up with the South Strip concept for Vegas Vacation 3, we had a, a grand design where it was like, oh, we'll do a center strip, and then we'll do a north strip, and it's a whole thing. What Luxor did for us, and, and to what Plaza did for us to, an, to a lesser extent, and what they want to do for us, uh, has, has changed some, some ideas. I mean, we're entertaining other things like, why not let them just love the shit out of us? You know, so it was absolutely amazing. It's not only not only did they have the tables for us, Tony, they they manned themselves. At some point, they just fucking started bringing out cigars for everybody. And and, and uh, somebody I, told us that they reaped those cigars real tail. Chris told us they like twenty bucks in the gift shop. shop. Twenty bucks. They must have come out with at least fifteen of those. There was a whole bag of them. Yeah, they were just passing them around. They come out and, and, and you know, threw some uh, 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 some dice my way, some T-shirts. Just fucking, like the whole, it, it was, I, I, how they were able to do more than they did the night before, I, I, I'm not even aware. Especially when it was like 90 seconds before, like, hey, we're coming on over. Like, hey, all those crazies are coming over again. Like, what? How are you this ready? <laughs> how are you this ready? I'm uh, the funny thing is, and this is gonna kind of sound conceited. Oh no! Here, uh, I, I was waiting for you. Karen had to take a little bathroom break, and I'm like, hurry the fuck up, woman, because it's your story. Oh no! I wasn't. Here. I wasn't gonna say that. You, you were talking about the. Uh, I wasn't shifting gears that fast. Oh. You were talking about the the crew and how they got them all there. If they had been working the night before. I bet if Michael said, hey, you remember that group that was in last night? They want to come back in again. They're like, oh, yeah, I'll totally work those tables. Yeah, I, can, I, can I mean, we were, we were having fun, at least with the, God, I can't remember the black We're loud and crazy, but we have, awesome. we, we, we're fun. Uh, all we're really doing is having fun. We're just right. loud. And we were, we and it. to your point, like, same thing at Luxor. We tip good. Oh, we when, tip fucking, like, crazy. I mean... Anytime there's a blackjack, if you get a good roll on the craps table, it's like, all right, one for the dealers. Yeah. And Tony was betting C and E for the dealers oh, all beast. night long. I know. Tony, crazy. Tony's phenomenal with that. It just, uh, but Karen, Karen, possibly the biggest story, be, if if some story could be beyond what Luxor did for us. I mean, because I don't think it can be topped. But let's say an, a story that equaled what Luxor did for us. Tell people what happened on the second night at Luxor. But what are you talking about? What oh, happened? Oh, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, 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 just, don't, I don't know. This, this <laughs> is the story that I would say, I, okay. I, before Karen even starts, I, I've said this before, we, we intentionally set up Vegas Vacation so that way people can drop off or join us whenever they want. You know, we have multiple events. We're going to go over here. We're going to go over there. We're going to be here at this time. We're going to be here at this time. So if you're like, yeah, I don't really want to do that or I want to eat there, I'm going to go over here. And then I'll just meet up with you guys later. We intentionally design it that way. However, it's usually pretty discouraged that you miss anything because <laughs> if you miss one thing, you never know what's going to happen. It's going to be the fucking thing you're like, oh my God, I fucking missed that. <laughs> Karen, I. Tell them what you did at the craft table. I well, I rolled for a little bit. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even. I mean, I had been playing blackjack first. I didn't start on the craps table. And then by the time I think I went over to the craps table, it had already opened up to like other folks in the casino. Well, because we started doing. That's, that's the one thing. Any Vegas property that's listening to this, while while we want the the exclusivity of, of low table limits and. And a table for everybody, because especially when it comes to crafts, we like to have 
rookies come in there and be like, oh, no, 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 you can say seven. You can make mistakes. Like, we don't give a fuck. If you're at a regular table, people will murder you for doing some shit like that. We're like, no, 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 we're all just learning. We're all just having fun. We're all just playing a game. What I will tell any Vegas property listening to this is at some point, we get it. We get that you're a fucking business. And if we start looking around going, no, no, let people in. They, they can sit at other tables. Like, yeah. We did that the first night. We did the right. second night. Like, no, 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 no. No, it's time. The blackjack tables we, we were a little more protective of just because. And there were people hovering over the blackjack yeah. table. It was kind of crazy. But, but I mean, at some point, table? we always yeah. do it. Like, we always like when we look around going, we aren't. Per- we, listen, it's not like somebody just went up to go to the bathroom and some guy's trying to swoop in here. It's like, no, 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 there's space. No, 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 let them in. They're good. You can let them in now. Well, and what was funny, I remember Monte Carlo because we were only supposed to have the craps table there for like two hours. Everybody that has accommodated us has gone above and beyond. Yeah. I want to make that clear. And, and so, okay, we were there for I think three or four and they finally had to open it up. They upped the minimum on the table for everybody but us. But us, yep. So anyone else that came up to the table after that had Which to I do 10 or 15 for. or something. No, they just said, now you guys can go ahead and keep playing on five. And so the dealers now. were keeping track of the fact that one, we were there before, we were allowed to do a $5 minimum. Everyone else had to go to whatever the new table yeah. was. So... It, yeah, and, which again is another MGM property, so maybe it has to do with the, the dealers and stuff that and the, the pit bosses that they yeah. hired MGM. But yeah, they're all very accommodating. Just amazing. So, quit dodging it. I don't. I I don't know what happened. I've never had. I I, I like craps. I've had a couple good rolls here and there, and I don't know for sure how long it was. I know Julie mentioned at one point um, she had been timing me like once her and Chris came up. That I rolled, and I wish I, I know Chris called into another podcast uh, and, and the, talked uh, about you it. You can bet on that. Yeah, and I haven't listened to it, um, but I, I, I need to figure out, I need to go find it, because I, I want to hear his his take and his account of it. I've heard it. All I'd, I know Julie said at one point that I one roll was at least 40 minutes long. <laughs> Tony, were you there during this? Yeah, he was. I was not. Oh, no, you were so next many to me. people that missed this. So many people. You were next to me initially, and then you you must have left the table then before because we you were standing right next to me <laughs> earlier the night when we were when we were. Tony, if you growing. thought what I did at Vegas Vacation Two was epic, this blew it out of the water like this. <laughs> like mine is now a solid second to what Karen did at this table. She, she's being modest or drunk or, or doesn't remember or whatever. I'm going to take over this fucking story at this point. I don't know how long it took. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't know how long it took. I know that woman was at that table for an extended period of time to the point where it kind of got annoying. And Michael saw that I was kind of annoyed that I had been there and I'm looking for a drink and I'm like, because I thought we were getting ready to leave and I'm like going, oh, oh so we're playing more. Okay, well, so we're staying here like, Come that, with me. That was the second roll. Okay, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, no, actually, that was the third. He literally right. walks me to the bar at Luxor. He's like, whatever you want. <laughs> like, what does she want? I'm like, well, I know what she wants. What are you going to get her? Just so, whatever you want. Just whatever you so want. So I think my first roll was the longest. I think that one was probably about 40 minutes. Yeah. And at that point in time, the other end of the table had filled up. And, you know, I finally crapped out. And some, one of the guys on the other end was like, no, 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 let her roll again. Everybody pa- everybody agree. We're going to pass it all the way around. Pass it all the way around. So they literally passed the, the deal or the throw all the way back around to me. And at that point, at that point, the, the dealers at the craft store were like, like going, I've only ever seen this like once or twice. Right. Like nobody does this. Like you never get a table. Like usually at some point, somebody in the table is like, no, I want to throw. But the entire table agreed. Everybody passed so Karen could throw again. So... 
Karen throws again. She she hits a bunch of points. That's, and I, that's that the one was thing probably that I remember. another. That role was was shorter. It was probably fifteen or twenty minutes. But what I but, but from what I recall, what Chris shared on on um, uh, you, you can bet on that is that the thing you kept doing is you kept hitting points. I did. You just kept hitting points. So it's not like you rolled and it's not like me. When I when I roll, it's usually like I roll and hit eight billion points, but never the point. You know, or I hit it like once or twice not, yeah. or whatever. So a lot of people are betting. You just yeah. kept hitting the point over and over and over again before you would finally crap out. So Karen has another epic, epic fucking not roll. Quite as not long, as epic but, as the first. But at that point, everybody had already made a shitload of money, so Tons they were money. doing the max um, backups on them. Yeah. So so Karen craps up. The table. Again. Again. Passing says, all the way around. We're all passing. We're all passing. At this point, the table's like, I've never seen it happen twice in a row. Never as long. Saying that, yeah. I've been doing this for 15 years. I've never seen this happen again. Boom. Fucking cycles back around to Karen. She fucking she, she goes again. She she's. But that one was much shorter. It I, was. I, I might have only thing, hit like one or two points, and then, still then I was done. You still hit several points, and then then you ended up crapping out. Yeah. And at that point, according to one of the Chris, one of the roles, the guy at the other end of the table tossed me 50 bucks as a tip, and then tossed me another 25 dollar chip for my line bet. <laughs> and and I'm well, just and I like, remember Chris's because uh, Julie was I, I, Julie's wife, name right. Um, so Julia is like, we're getting ready to go to bed. He's like, we're doing Max Beckham. We're doing Max Be- I can't leave. <laughs> like, they're just making crazy. But, like, we've got pictures of people getting purple chips for the first time ever. Yeah. Uh, and and just, just the whole thing is fucking crazy. So according to Chris, this happens again. You go around again. Everybody passes for a third time. I don't remember that. That's what he says. Holy shit! And and, and you end up hitting some more points again, and then and then you you know you crap out and it's done. And at that point, we think we're done. Yes. And, and we go and I cash out. Yeah, we go to cash out, and, and the table talks you in. Well, we were we were walking back. We're getting ready to leave. We're walking back. We're talking and, and to the Michael. Guy, we're chatting. We were, and the guy that tipped me. The fifty bucks and gave me the the twenty five dollar line bet. I just was like, dude, thanks. I you know really appreciate. It. And he's like, you. No, wait a minute. Since you left, I, I'm down four hundred bucks since you left. You got to come back and throw again. And the table had filled back up, and I was kind of like, well, okay. But he's like, I'll, I'll put your I'll put your line bet down. I'll put. It. I'm like, all right, whatever. So, put the bet down. Um, didn't do nearly as well, but I was throwing from the other end of the table. Well, no, no, no. Remember, you were at the you were at the at the the end you were at before. You're forgetting one part that I think is really kind of hilarious. Okay. So you're at you're at the end where you were going to end, and at, like they talk you into 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 playing again, and you're like, okay, all right, we're gonna play again, and the table all agrees. So we're all passing to Karen again. We're all passing to Karen. There's two newbies at the end. And, and uh, because you you had thrown no you're yeah I was getting to that oh no, 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 did no. I mix up the yeah order? you're okay, mixing go ahead, go it ahead. because we, we physically had gone to the cashier so again it, it went around at least twice and okay. we went to the cashier and cashed out walking back was talking to this guy he asked me to get back in so I ended up because the table was full I ended up on the opposite end of the table where from where I'd been rolling before I remember I remember now you're there and then you right. moved eventually and, and okay, so I, I, I got threw it. I remember and now. it didn't do so well and the guy was like you're at the wrong spot you got to go back down the other that's end that's right I remember yep yep okay so I got up and moved to the other end but the problem was they couldn't I couldn't jump from that spot to the end like it had to go all the way around from where right. I was so I moved down to the end there were there were two folks that were sitting actually in the spot where I had been throwing before and you know, they get down to the end, and it's like, okay, everyone's going to pass, everyone's going to pass. Well, it gets down to them, and no, she, they decide they want to throw, which rightfully totally so. Totally right, totally. Rightfully so. But what is hilarious 
is the entire table got real shitty <laughs> because they're like the second like they're pass 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 because like I said it, like Karen had moved from one angle or from one end to the other but she wasn't allowed to play so basically you almost had to kind of pass twice to get to her because it had to cycle completely past her and then cycle again to get to her again so they they everybody agree okay so we all and they specifically said so we all agree Karen's gonna throw we're, we're gonna we're gonna all pass to we get to there so everybody passes and it gets to the newbies and they're like, no, we want to throw. The table gets real mouthy. They're like going, I, I, I thought we all made it clear. I thought I thought we all well, said this. And so then what was funny, so they those two threw, people weren't betting that much and whatever. So they, they like everyone out. stopped playing. They did. <laughs> um, so then those two got done. They started passing around. In the meantime, there was another guy that came up to the table right in the position ahead of me. And so they passed around, and the dice come to him, and he leans over to pick them up, and they're like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" And, <laughs> and, and the, the guy at the the end, because I remember he was a big tall guy that had given me the big fifty dollar tip and everything else. He's like, "Dude, dude, she she's been throwing like crazy all night. You gotta let her go." He's like, "Well, no, no, no. I just came off the other table, and I had a great run. I promise you, this will be good." And he's like, "Do I need to give this to you?" I'm like, "Dude, this is totally up to you and whatever you want to do." <laughs> He, he threw and set a point and then crapped out. He's like, yeah, I probably should have just passed this. <laughs> Although, to be fair, once it got to you, the magic was gone. You, you, you didn't last much. You didn't do much, right? I didn't know. It, it wasn't. I, I rolled maybe three or four times and yeah. then crapped out. And it was just like, okay, Mojo is gone. Yeah. Like, time to call it a but night. They were all like, all right. So we, did, we, you know, we, we, we overplayed it here. We did good, though. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was still fun. I mean, it was, it was crazy. And I did. That evened out my uh, my gambling for the trip because in general it wasn't a good gambling trip. <laughs> if I hadn't had that night, I yeah it would have been bad. But it was so much fun. And that was the official last, last night. night of 360 yeah, Vegas vacation, sure. and not everyone was able to partake in it. And and I think that's your fault. <laughs> I put that on you. <laughs> you knew where we were. You left early. That's what you get. <laughs> Chris and Justin stayed along. They made $500. So there you go. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. And what's funny is I didn't realize the purples, for whatever reason, were 500 Because I had more than 500 but I had stashed. Because as I kept going, I kept stashing black chips in my pocket. So, yeah, I, I could have had one, too. I should have been in that picture, but it was awesome. Glad I could make you guys some money. <laughs> what did you do, Tony? We actually made our way back to New York, New York, and we being my wife, Jeff, Alistair, Joey, and Norma, uh, the five of us made our way. Uh, Andrew Andrew departed. Uh, Andrew kind of walked with us a little ways and then departed. Bogan came back with us, and we were... We were going to do some gambling, but we were just, we were all exhausted, and we had to be back at the airport at 8 a.m. the next morning. That's right. I don't I don't recommend that people... I don't know why you guys left so early. I don't, I don't recommend that people arrive late or leave early to a Vegas vacation. <laughs> I, I would recommend that you get there a day in advance and you stay a few days after the fact, because, because it's it just... It, I, just trust me. <laughs> just trust me. <laughs> no, I, I, to be very frank, um, I've taken a new job within the last three months, and the new employment that I have um, is not 
actual employment where you get your your two weeks of vacation up front. It's you get it, you earn it. So earn every shit. like pay period, yeah, every pay period, I get like four and a half hours. Tony, which I'm not that either. I, I have to earn my my PTO. <laughs> Right, right. And so I actually took a seven-hour loss because my when I got hired in, I said, listen, um, just a heads up, I've already got this trip, and um, you know I, I've already paid for it. And they're like, oh, no, 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 go ahead, go ahead, T- you know, just take it off, take it off, take the time, no problem. Well, that's cool and all, except that by the time it rolled around for the trip, I was seven hours shy of the actual vacation time that I needed so I ate seven hours which won't be impacted until you know my, my next pay period so you know we'll let June Tony worry about that May <laughs> Tony had a great fucking time sucks I didn't realize you completely changed jobs where all the, the vacation time changed over correct Correct. Okay. But, I mean, it, it is what it is. But but still, it was it was it was a great time. And like I said, truly, I've been. You, I, we've talked about this before. My wife and I try to make it out to Vegas two or three times a oh, year. Yeah. And you guys, I just celebrate there for my New years, right? We've been we've been married for five years, but we were we were dating in 08. So well, I said you, um, I said you were just there for New Year's. Oh, sorry. I thought you were like, but you've only been married five years. I was like, oh, yeah. Um, yes, correct, <laughs> correct. We were out there between that between Christmas and New Year's. No, I, it makes sense. I didn't realize Hello? that was... Yes. Oh. I didn't realize that was why you... Uh... Don't make me start sinking. Oh, yeah, no, that's oh, not going to happen. Christ. <laughs> Although, oh, did you tell him about the guy? Oh, my God, this is hilarious. And we never got off our ass to actually get video of it. So, and this actually works out great. This is into, this goes in, into Wednesday. Yeah, so we're into Wednesday. This is the recovery day. This is post. I, I kept telling Karen because literally every single morning I'm getting up and, and I'm I'm immediately drinking because just to, just to stave off the, the fucking shakes. So, uh, uh, so she, we, we she's had... getting real concerned. And I'm like, just... Just wait till we get through the vacation, and then and then it'll be fine. I'll be able to taper off them a lot better. So recovery day, Wednesday. Right. I'm like, oh, day one. So we end up having crepes at a 48th crepe. We ate outside, and it met up with Alistair, and ended up just wandering through the strip. But well, so so we ended up meeting up with him. We're walking through the park, the park. because we're meeting up with him in the park. And, and there's one of the you know the the street panhandler guys sitting there with a, a guitar and a no not a guitar just a just a, a microphone PA. with a, some didn't he have background music? He did have background. That's right. Yeah, he had some kind of background. Uh, Basically a karaoke setup is what so, it was. So guess what the first song was he was singing? Tony. Was it hello? It was. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and Mark's like, oh my god, he's still did I miss that? he's still doing it. <laughs> yeah, we're like, holy shit. This is where Tony ends up. This is where Tony, if when, Vegas... When being a lawyer, does it work out? Yeah, if He's Vegas, Vegas, Vegas and booze turns bad, this is Tony's endgame. This is his endgame. <laughs> we know what degenerate Tony becomes. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, we were laughing so hard. And and we passed him a couple other times, because obviously staying in New York, New York. And we kept saying, Alistair, all of us were like, we got to get video. Like, but every never, single time, we're like... he never did Tony. hello again. He was doing he other do, songs. That's right, he didn't do But it. the first but time we saw him... like, oh, but Tony knows this song. Yeah, actually, they were, Tony, they were all songs that you would know. Right. But yeah, every time we walked past him, it was like... God, it's Tony all over again. It but yeah, hilarious. it was just hilarious that the first time we walked by, the song he was singing was Hello. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's so fantastic. Okay, so. Alistair. All right, so talk, talk, talk us through recovery day. All right, recovery day. So uh, 
one thing I've learned on top of, of, <laughs> of nice beverages first thing in the morning is to get out and heat and walk around. So I'm like, let's, let's check shit Gotta out. Gotta move. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Which obviously. Which was good that you gave me the warning because I actually was able to put my tennies on instead of, you know, some other I've inappropriate gotten, I've gotten shit. pretty good at communicating with you yeah. as opposed to just. Because nobody's like, what are we going to do today? I don't know. I don't know. He wants to go for like a 10 mile hike. Which, and I'm which like, I'm I've now learned to be like, oh, we're just going to wander around. Like, oh. Putting my tennis shoes on. Yep. <laughs> We're just going to walk prepared. around? Okay, that's fine. I'm prepared for that. I understand you're going to do a shit ton of squirrels. That's fine. Just throw the tennis <laughs> shoes on. <laughs> so we end up going to the park. We had uh, uh, lunch. Bre- uh, no, we had crepes. No, 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 no. Not no, this we're day. Still, yes, we did. It, we're still on Wednesday. Okay, all right, crepes. Crepe, we had crepes. crepes. We messed the hello guy. So he up, was telling us about what the Harmon looked like. Oh, that's right. Yeah, now that the Harmon's been completely leveled and, right. and prepared for whatever it is. So I was like, oh, fuck. Well, and that's we did, what we're going to do for Well, that. I guess on the way there, we did stop the Boulevard Creamery. Which, by the way, they don't have a beer-infused beer. ice cream anymore. They had one with a, a they Prosecco had a couple wine. And, a, and another Cabernet. But there was, like, maybe only three alcoholic uh, ice creams huge, in the thing. Yeah. Huge disappointment. And oh my God, the service! Sucks. Jesus Christ! They, they literally only had there. one. Pe- oh, like yeah. we waited, must have been no bullshit, 20, 30 minutes before we finally ended up. Getting, and it was just one of those things. Like you waited long enough. Like I'm not stepping out of line at this point. Jesus fucking Christ! How long have I been waiting? I'm not walking away from this. But when we stepped in and waited that long, by the time we started to get up to ours, the line was, the line was double. Yeah. What, what we stepped into, I'm like, I, I don't envy. I don't envy the people waiting in line, and I don't envy these people who are gonna be fucking serving them. So, anyway, we ended up having some ice cream, at minus the booze infused. It's such a bummer. That was gonna be part of Three Six Vegas Vacation Three. I'm glad we we bailed on it yeah. because I would have been super frustrated that that was gone. So yeah, there's no more beer infused. Ice cream. ice cream at fucking Boulevard. Did you guys see that they have a out of order Indiana Jones pinball machine? What do you mean? They had a couple of pinball. I saw the pinball machine. Like what do you mean out of two, order? Two or three old stand-up arcade games, and I think two pinball games, but I I don't two remember pinball. what they were. So we when when Jen and Jeff and I were coming to catch up with you guys at. Monte Carlo and you guys were at that point then doing the the slot races we knew that according to the calendar you guys were supposed to be at Boulevard or uh, the ice cream place here so we went in there looking for you guys and we thought that you could get into the casino from the ice cream place oh right yeah a little bit of trivia you can't you can really only uh, do that from uh, Diablos Diablos yeah Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with with the ice cream, you couldn't. But bef- but to figure out that you can't, we walked all the way back through the ice cream place, and as we were walking past it, there was an Indiana Jones pinball machine, and it was out of order. And I thought, if ever I were to buy a pinball machine, it would be that game. Not because I've ever played it, and I have no idea what it would be about, but it's Indiana Jones, and it just looks so freaking cool. I get it. Now he says out of order, like it's not working. Like I thought you meant. Out of sequence, and I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. What was it? Was, was it the third one, and it should have been the fourth one? I don't get it. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Wow, Tony. that's that is a fascinating sort of like three's company misconception. <laughs> okay. Misunderstanding. So, so after Boulevard Creamery, we went down, and those of you enjoying the Ustream uh, channel can see that's what Harmon looks like right now. It is prepped to be something. Which is crazy because they already have the walkway 
built around it. Like it's already set up to be able to walk down on street level uh, around it. There actually looked like there was a hat that belonged to Andrew. Um, <laughs> That's right, because Andrew's got that fucking classic hat. And it did look like like, like well, he had the, the lost it. the hat that he wore at Vegas Vacation, too. Oh, not, he wears it all the time. He had a different hat on this Was time. it really? Yeah, it was different. Maybe maybe they're just epic enough. They're just they're they're Indiana Jones-ish enough. No, it wasn't Indiana Jones. But it, they're it, in it, the I realm. looked at the hat. I'm like, hey, it's Andrew's hat. Done. Right. It just made me think about it immediately. <laughs> so, so that's the Harmon. I, I, listen, I'm going to call it. I don't think it's going to be an expansion to Crystals. Why, especially when you're trying to sell that, that property, why would you then property you can do anything you want with? Yeah, Ryan says it looks like a skate park. I kind of agree with him. You just, you just need the half pipes and stuff. Right up front. Strip it in. Oh, there's no way. <laughs> that, that That's basically, what, 17 to $28 million worth of, uh, uh, of real estate? Yeah, that's not going to be a skate park. <laughs> but it does look just like one. So we moved on to Cosmopolitan because Cosmopolitan's got a lot of shit going on. Uh, they have the brand new sports book, which, holy shit, has that not changed? I'd love that sports book. Wow. Yeah. That is gorgeous. It opens the entire casino yep. up. The like, light that it lets like in. It's almost like that space didn't exist before. Yeah. It, it, the light that it lets in and the the gigantic video walls, whatever screens, they are. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if yeah. they're LED or what the hell they are, but they're, just, they're huge. Absolutely, yeah. And then after that, we checked out Beauty and Essex, uh, the juice and they, bar. But they, uh, sorry, we also played video poker up at the bar there in the sports book, and the odds were pretty good. Oh, they were they were uh, nine, nine five nine five because you were like, holy shit! But here's one thing that you had to bet a dollar minimum. Yes, some yeah. people think this is a negative. I don't. So if you wanted to play video poker at at the the sports book at Cosmopolitan at, at the bar, it's a dollar minimum. And I've argued this forever. When you walk up to basically any sports book and, and you want to, actually any bar in general, and you want to play just, you know, video poker or whatever, they want you to bet a dollar minimum so you can get comp drinks anyway. So why the fuck do you ever set up machines where people like Karen and I can only play a fucking quarter? You know, I get if you're like, well, we got to pay a buck. Then boom, that's what it is. So you have to bet a minimum of a dollar. You have no choice. That's the minimum bet. But... You got nine five fucking odds uh, on a uh, double double bonus. I, I didn't I didn't check out the other the other games. Yeah, I, I know Tony's more of a, but you have to think if double double bonus is that, because yeah. double double bonus is never fucking nine five. No, never. The best you ever get is eight five, and most places now only do six five. But so I was a huge fan of it. Like buck, boom, fuck it, we're yeah. doing it. I I love that sports book. That's that to me is right up there with Legacy's. I I don't know if it's better than Legacy's, but it's fucking awesome. I, I love that sports book. So we're also at Cosmopolitan. We're checking out Beauty in Essex, which is as... Uh, and I have to point out, sorry, in the chat, that somebody asked who was in the picture. <laughs> so, so I'm not technically in the picture, but Alistair and I are, are in the reflection uh, of the glass because you're shooting through the glass barricade on the the, uh, the picture of the Harmon. No, no, no. Oh, on the Harmon, yes. Oh, I'm, I'm looking at the it. video of us at, at the Cosmopolitan. Right, I'm like, what are you talking about? No. Yes, that is, that is Alistair yeah, he's and like, Karen in the, the reflection. I'm like, well, technically I'm not in it, but yeah. we're in the reflection. Anyway. <laughs> I intentionally picked that one because I have two pictures, one that doesn't have the reflection. And I took, well done, chat. Well done. <laughs> anyway, so we're at Cosmopolitan. We checked out Beauty in Essex, uh, which is, is 
the exterior is as pretentious as I've said it is, but I'm still interested in eating at that place. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in Tell it. Tell me that isn't kind of douchey and it stupid. Was, it, honest, yeah, the exterior is stupid. Yeah. If, if you want a restaurant, we'll make it look like a pawn shop, but I'm, I don't want to pass. I want to try the I restaurant. I, I agree with you. I definitely want to eat there. I want to try it. Because he is, uh, Chris Santos is one of the judges on Chopped, which is one of my favorite shows. I respect, yeah. And it's a good show. But he's he's one that I don't know enough about the restaurants that he does, so I'm kind of like... They're all like this, by the way. I all of see, his beauty well, and ethics are like this. Well, it's a he's creating it's a, theme. A, a, a brand, basically. So, But yeah, I do want to get a try. But it, it just you're looking at it going, really? This is a restaurant? I don't know. It's a lot of effort to make a fake pawn shop before you get into your fucking restaurant. Like, like it's almost confusing. I assure you, some people will look at it and be like, what is this? I don't, I don't understand. What? Not knowing it's a fucking restaurant. I assure you, he will lose business because some people are like, what the fuck is this? No, I agree. I'm sure he doesn't give a shit, though. I'm sure it'll, it'll still do fine. So we checked out the juice bar. We saw where Exla and Momofuku's is going to be. We didn't check out the juice bar. We walked by the juice bar. We like, saw oh, it. Look, there's the juice bar. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Uh, we checked out uh, Click, which is not as good as Book and Stage. It's now a pretentious, cunty place that yeah. I have no interest in going into. Nope. Like, we would always check out, like, think about all the, Bond. We would go to Bond, we'd go to Q Bar, we'd go to fuck, like, we aren't even into into whiskey and gin and shit like that, but we would still go to fucking the, uh, uh, what's the, what's the, the fucking, the, the bar. Come on, Tony. What's the bar in Cosmo? Oh, you wouldn't know. Cause Chandelier you're Bar. No, it's not Chandelier. It's uh, fucking. It's right by the check-in. Oh, the one that does all the gin drinks. Right, gin and whiskey and shit like whatever. We we'll go to that. We'll go to fucking book and stage. Click is the first place that I'm like. It's gonna bug, bug the shit out of me. What the hell? It's that not bar? View Bar. It's not. Know, whatever. We'll find it later. Hey, look. Go ahead. It's not that good. Anyway, so. I go back to, at this point, Karen and Alistair are, we, we, we all go back to New York, New York, because they have to get prettied up so they can go to Bizarre Meat. And I was, because dining-wise, I had not had a really good trip. So I was like, you know what I'm doing? A guaranteed awesome food. I'm fucking going to a little sandwich. That's what I'm looking forward to. So we all, we all go back because, you know, I, I follow everybody in Vegas, but they go and they clean themselves up and... Um, go down to Bizarre Meat, Uber down to Bizarre Meat, and I, I head down to, to Planet Hollywood, and I had plans to meet up with Joey and Norma and Mike for the win once I was done eating, but I end up eating, and what? Vesper. Vesper, there you go. Vesper bar. Oh Sorry. my god, how did we forget that fucking I don't bond know, I, I knew it was it had something to do with Bond, but they have the Bond bar, which is different, and I know it was stuck in my head. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Right. <laughs> so, um... I, I end up uh, uh, enjoying a delicious sandwich at uh, Earl's Sandwich, and any any of you who are, who are maintaining that that drunken Vegas know that you know if if the quotient gets off, all of a sudden you know like you start to sober up a bit and you're like going oh now I'm, uh, I got to drink more, and I'm starting to feel the shakes come back in, so I'm like oh, fuck all right so I got to start doing that. I grab another tall boy and I start drinking it and I'm like there is nothing on this planet that I want to do less then drink a fucking beer right now. <laughs> so I realize I have two options at this point. I can either move to, to hard alcohol just to jumpstart myself, whether it's a couple shots or whatever, you know, and then get back to beer, you know, so I can I can just get the shakes out uh, or, or I call it a night. And at this point, I'm thinking, 
So I'm already at least a six deep in, into beer. Am I really going to deal with... I'm dealing with the shakes trying to get past this. Am I really going to introduce hard alcohol into this fucking equation? Not a good idea. Yeah, so I was like, you know what? Just accept that you've been defeated by booze in Vegas and 360 Vegas vacation. Let's call it a fucking night. So I called it a real fucking early night uh, and, uh, and slept it off. And primarily because I was like, you know what? I got another day left in Vegas. I'd like to fucking enjoy a day of Vegas in, instead of th this torture that I'm putting myself through right now and then, you know, fucking whatever. So I end up calling it an early night. Now we're on to third. Well, first of all, you're... Oh, it's all, it's all about you. What did Mark do? Let's all talk Jesus about Mark. Christ. Joyful. Karen, my love. Whatever. I don't think you've ever called me that on the podcast. I don't think you've ever been sober enough that you've allowed me to do it. I know I've said it before, and you've been drunk enough. You gotta come down. I'm shy about that. <laughs> hey, everybody! Everybody loved the fact that Jen would call me Honey Bunny in front of the rest of the group. <laughs> I can't for that. She does that all the time. It's so cute. So yes, now you've heard my my pet name for Karen. <laughs> so well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, no, so Alistair and I had dinner at Bizarre yes. Meat. We're, obviously, we're going to do a review. We will. Brief. Uh, but we went down first. We got there early, and I guess wasn't I was starving, but Alistair wasn't quite ready to go yet. So we sat down at the tables, which were $10 blackjack, blackjack tables, and I got my ass kicked really quickly. Alistair did okay, managed to hang in there for a little bit. Um, Bizarre Meat is awesome. It, it's a shame that that restaurant is an SLS and not on the strip. <laughs> Well, it is technically on the strip. It's no down with everything else on the strip. Right, I know, right. <laughs> it's a shame that that restaurant's an SLS. Right. It's phenomenal. Um, and Alistair, I got him to agree with me, which we'll up later. So I think got a, a, a prior review when we're talking about steak places. He He's listed sick. it as as his favorite steak place. I got to him to agree that it's not a steak restaurant. You don't go there for the steak. You go there for everything else on the menu. Right. Uh, but it was phenomenal. It's one of the reasons I had plans to join you guys, because I thought it was a steak place. Yeah. And I looked at the menu, and I'm it's, like, fuck this, it's a I'm tapas. not going. It's a tapas place. Yeah. I mean, it's Jose Andreas, so it's, it's Spanish tapas. Uh, you know, we have to go to share food with folks. We had, I think, eight different items that we had selected, and was so stuffed coming out of it, but it was so good. So we uh, Ubered back to New York, New York. Uh, he and I changed. We went to Monte Carlo to play for a bit because I had to cash in a voucher. And then well, that explains all the uh, uh, the blackjack massage pictures. Um, I didn't. The only blackjack massage I got was at uh, was when we were at Luxor. I didn't. Oh my god, one. that's something else we completely forgot about. When we went to Luxor for the second fucking time, not only did they have tables waiting for us, they had fucking masseuses waiting for us. I did. Yeah, I forgot about that. Ridiculous. <laughs> well, it was funny because I. The, the first night there, and I know we're going backwards, uh, the first night there when the masseuse came by, she's like, anybody want a massage? And I like put my hand straight up in the air. I'm like, me. And I, once I was done, everybody's like, wait, so how does this work? And how do you tip? And what do you pay? And oh, all. Like, everybody I was asking me. Oh, they were asking like, a, boatload, awesome. a boatload of questions about it. Like, what does it look, look like? And she'd already left. So I told the, the, the pit boss, I'm like, hey, if you can flag her down and bring her back around or whatever. So she finally came back. And there was a line of folks at that point. It was like, all right, I'm totally into trying this. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, because it, it, folks hadn't done it before. Um, Alistair obviously had had I mean, I, You did it at Vegas Vacation the, the first one. The first one, one. Yeah. yeah. That's when you fell in love with it. Well, because Matt introduced me to it because right. I'd never done it before. And Matt was like, oh, no, they, this is the best part about coming here and doing all this. And I'm like, yeah, this is great. I can still play cards. And 
Oh, or sort of it's try hilarious to play. that you do that. You're like, well, you can still play cards. Well, Karen does when she gets a massage <laughs> at a card table. She will flag someone like, he's allowed to play for me. And you basically have to play her cards. She's not paying attention. Well, when they're face up, it's easy because I can at least lay there and go, okay, can you move my chip? Because you don't want to move your arms. <laughs> They're working on your shoulders, so you want your arms to be relaxed. But you know, the, the first night, yeah, they. I, I, I'm trying to think. So Alistair did it, and then Neil had one, and I'm trying to remember. I know what uh, Andrew wanted one, but at that point, we we're all getting up to leave. But yeah, so that was really cool. No, there, there were no. I, Alistair might have got one, but I, at that point, I think I was like sore on the one side from the deal. She found a knot, and she was working on it, so it was a little tender. No, so we just we went to Monte Carlo and played for a minute, and then we ended up at. Um, Shit, what's the name of that place in front of, on the quarter of New York, New York? We were making fun of the name. Corner of New York, New York? New York, it's right on the strip property. It, it's a restaurant bar that they've added. Anyway, we sat outside there on the little patio and had drinks and people watching and, and crashed. So. Okay. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> now we're on to Thursday. All right. Thursday, yep. Last day in Vegas. Right. Always the saddest day. It usually, except I woke up feeling better than I've ever felt in Las Vegas because Mark understood that post-Vegas vacation, you have to accept there there is a detox day required. I understand you're in Vegas and you're like, no, I'm in Vegas. Gotta do it like going. You either detox or you die. So you you pick one. <laughs> like, all right, I'll fucking detox and I'll have fun the next day. <laughs> so we uh, we got up for lunch uh, at the California Pizza Kitchen at the park which is not the same as any California Pizza Kitchen you've ever been to. They've made it clear that they're trying to expand their brand. That just, you know, unfortunately, that pizza is already built into there, so you, you assume something. I ended up having, like, a chopped salad that's, like, possibly the second best salad I've ever had in my life. And I know that sounds like a fucking good salad. Like, no, it was really good salad. It's kind of ridiculous. But um, that was actually the day that we we were enjoying the uh, the 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 shavings, the white shavings from uh, the Monte Carlo Theater that they're working on. Like, they had, uh, a lot of those places are, are open air. They don't necessarily have outdoor seating, although California Pizza Kitchen does. But they're they're, they're open air uh, uh, restaurants. Uh, which basically just means they have the, the windows open and shit like that. And they had to close them because there was so much shit going on that it was just, it, it was, it, it literally looked like it was snowing in that area. So, we end up doing that, and then we head down to Planet Hollywood so Karen can get, my God, like, this woman, between logic and somehow tugging at the Vegas heartstrings, gets, like, uh, like there's, uh, I'll throw ridiculous money. If you can just, if you can just, like, like, she recently, we just talked about, she recently got an Apple Watch because she made the argument that I'm like, holy shit. No, that makes sense. We're getting you an Apple Watch. That makes and I didn't sense. even make an argument. Go ahead. Watch. And get, uh, make your case. Go ahead. No, it, we're, this is already going long. I didn't. I did not ask for the watch. There was a commercial that came didn't. on, and and you were like, "Who would ever use the, the Apple Watch?" And I said, "I've mocked Apple Watch from day fucking one." I said, "I I, I kind of want." So I have a, a Fitbit one. Had. Which, I still have it. I don't use it yeah, anymore. I know. But I had a, a Fitbit one. And all that does is like stick on your, you know, your pocket and track your movements. I'm like, I kind of want one that does the heart rate monitor and everything else. But I'm gonna upgrade for that. An Apple Watch kind of makes more sense. And you just went, oh, that's a great idea. And then you started thinking about it. It's like, wait, I can get a hold of you. I can do all this stuff. Yes, yes, you're getting an Apple Watch. Well, I, I've said <laughs> I get an Apple Watch for a woman because a man has pockets where has he can phone put his pockets. phone. Yeah. So you're gonna, you know, all, all of the things like with a woman, she puts shit in her fucking purse. 
So I'll, I'll, she'll be on business somewhere, and I'll text her. That chick doesn't get it for two fucking hours because she's in the middle of a business trip. Well, she got a fucking Apple Watch. She's getting a goddamn buzz right off the bat. <laughs> so she, so it, worst case scenario, it's like in a meeting. You know, a quick reply, like, all right, well, the fucking chick knows I haven't reached out to her. You know, instead of me sitting around waiting for two fucking hours, like, yeah, hey, a quick question. Oh, a quick question. Where the fuck are you? So the point is between logic and Realizing how it would make Vegas. make you more of a, a benefit, I got the watch. Yeah. But oh yeah, we're going back to the other thing. But yeah, but. yeah, on, on that, like Vegas, like that woman has gotten so much shit for that fucking Pandora bracelet. So I'm like, there's a Vegas tag to it. I understand, man. Well, it's only a Vegas tag because I got it in Vegas. But it's still enough. <laughs> you don't ask for a lot when it comes to jewelry. Oh no, I don't ask for anything when it comes to jewelry. Yeah. But I was like, oh, and yeah. what I do want, I usually go buy myself. Yeah. So, <laughs> which is is far like slim and seldom. So. Right. So then we head down to Bally's Grand Bazaar so we could judge it. A future review coming your way. <laughs> uh, we headed over to Cromwell, which, holy shit, this is awesome. I, I, I hadn't thought about gaming at, at Cromwell for quite a while, but Alistair had told us about you know, that they had some decent tables. They had 5 and $10 tables there, and we ended up finding room at a, at a $5 one. I got my ass beat, but that's not the interesting part about this. The interesting part about this is Cromwell has blackjack tables 2.0. Tony, oh, the tables have the ability to keep track of if you're betting. They have sensors over where uh, you would put your chip. They have sensors over where you would put like that bullshit bet where you're going to fucking lose money, like the sucker bet. They have sensors over where the cards would go. Uh, so that way they can tell how often you're betting, um, how much you're betting how fast the dealer's dealing and unlike them calling over a pit boss Tony they take your card they swipe it like a credit card boom it knows exactly who you are it says you're at base number six they're there and then the table reads the rest of it I'll be darned that's interesting is there do you get um do you get actual cards in front of you do they deal Cards no, or is it cards. is that an actual dealer? Yeah, yeah, it's like regular blackjack. It's blackjack, but the table but, but has the a table, sensor. So yes. when when she deals you your cards, it's it's over. So the cards are over it the sensor. It looks exactly like like every it's table you've table. ever seen. But you see these little green lights in okay. front of each of the players. Your card will end up over that light. And it's it like she pointed it out. Otherwise, we wouldn't have known. What was the second light? Because there was a green light and a red light. I'm trying to think what the second sensor was. I don't remember. What, no, there, there's there's one to show that you're betting. There's one to show that you're doing the sucker bet. And there's one to show that she's she's betting. The reason they're the sensors there is like if you're one of those people going, I'm going to step out a couple hands. Then the table knows you're not – base six isn't betting. No, it, it doesn't have to do with your bet, though. It has to do with where the cards go because that's what the sensor is. She put the cards – like my my card, she put it over the sensor in front of me. But there was another red sensor, and I don't remember what that was for. I, 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 yeah. But, yeah, no, to his point, Tony, it was really cool because they literally walk up. They scan your player's club. They put in the Takes dollar amount and the seat now. that you're sitting in. And so when Mark got up – she went to the little mis- machine and canceled Punched seat in. Boop, six. Boop, boop, boop. Seat six is open. And he was he was out, but Alistair and I were still playing. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. When it was I, funny because she said some people have gotten shitty about it, and I'm like, oh, oh, so you mean the people that complain about old Vegas used to do more comps? Like, oh, so you were getting more than you deserve, is what you're saying? And now there's a table that actually gives you what you deserve. So I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around what's so cool about this, though. What am I missing here? I'm not making a connection. Well, to me, it, it, it's it's the dig, it's the digitalization 
of of your comps. It's it's keeping accurate numbers. Like how often are you betting? You know what what uh, um, like to me it, it it takes all the guesswork out for the casinos where you get comps that you didn't fucking earn. Maybe I'm the minority of that. Maybe I'm like, I think it's really cool that they've digitalized all of this. There's no <laughs> yeah, mistake. Yeah, really you didn't cool. get a People card. Aren't getting you didn't any, earn anything it. more than they would right. deserve otherwise. <laughs> despite the six five fucking blackjack. <laughs> Fair enough, Tony. Uh, clearly, I found the technological aspect of this far more interesting. <laughs> Oh, awesome. All right, all right, all right. So that was crown. Uh, I, I have to assume you had, but let me just ask for clarification. Had you been to Cromwell prior to this trip? I had, and it was well, yeah. far less douchey this time. Oh, yeah. No, the first Ooh, time we went. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. The first Was that the 100-degree trip when we went? And it was trip? also right off of Cromwell opening, so it was just douche Yeah, it overload. was the brand-new place. It, it was really annoying. Like, I mean, there, uh, make no mistake. There were still douches there. Um, moving from the beach club to outside, but like it, it felt like you like you were just having fun in a in a casino, like in a nice casino that a lot of douches like to hang out with. They weren't at the tables, they weren't they weren't gaming, they weren't doing shit like that. They were going to their club and and, and, and you know leaving or whatever. But uh, I, I was I was impressed. Like I had because of that experience with with Cromwell, I had I was like yeah I'm not going. I don't. I, there's no reason for me to go back into Cromwell. And Alistair's the one that talked us into it. And we went there. I'm like, I'm glad you did this because this was fun. This isn't this isn't like the experience I remember, which was like, oh, fuck this place. Huh. Okay. All right. What about O'Shea's? So, I, my God, I had my ass fucking handed to me at Cromwell. Be just fucking beat down. Uh, Karen and Alistair held their own. I did pretty good at the hangover. God, I love the hangover slot. I did pretty good at that, but other than that, I just I, I got destroyed. So we went over to O'Shea's, found another five dollar table, and that's where we all did quite well. That's where we we were all plying Alistair's uh, uh, double up bet system, and yep. we just crushed that table. We did like it was one of those things. Like we had reservations for Giada's. And it was one of those things we were crushing. Like, God damn. Oh, I wasn't questioning. What? No. Okay. Okay. I was. I it, wasn't. It's one of those things where in Vegas, like you have reservations to go do something. You're like, God damn it. See, this is why we don't make reservations for something. We're killing this table. We're killing it. Why are we leaving this fucking table? <laughs> oh, Alistair and I was like, oh, we're totally yeah. done. However, when we went over to Giada, she reaffirmed not only the, repu- the, the reputation that she has and the waiting list that she had when she first remember like six fucking months. It took forever to get in there. Like, it was at least a month wait. Totally what it deserved. Like, we had the argument, and, and, and we'll obviously get into it when we do the Giada review. What is better, Lavo or Giada's? I, I almost don't think you can compare them. I almost think you can't. I understand they're both Italian. Hmm. I almost think you can't compare them. I almost. Think, I think I would agree with that. Yeah. I will say, and we'll do, again, we're doing a review. You have to go with a group of at I, least I totally, three, or, yes, three or more. I at totally least. agree. Because the antipasti plates, oh my god, they're so good, but you get like four of everything. Antipasti, antipasta, whatever. I was reading her pronunciation off her menu. because you oh, know she... okay. Possibly the most pretentious thing about <laughs> that entire restaurant is she literally puts the pronunciation, the, uh, the uh, 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 phonetical pronunciation uh, of the spaghetti and the rigatoni or whatever it's in the menu We're like really Jada, do you really give a fuck about how i say what the fuck i just i want to eat 
but regardless. Oh, no, no, I'm going to jump in here. I 100% appreciate that. There are sometimes when I want to order shit, but I don't know how to pronounce it, uh-huh. and I don't want to look like a local yokel, and so I won't order it because I don't know how to pronounce it. Oh, you I know what? Tony, just, I'll put the pronunciation. Just point to the menu and say, I don't know how to say that, but I want it. That's that's kind of sweet, though. And you know what I think it is? I'm Italian. You have an Italian background. So we're kind of like, listen, bitch, I'll fucking say rigatoni the way I want to fucking say it, Jada. All right? Tony's like, that's very helpful. <laughs> can, can I tell you how much I hate when people call it ricotta? You're going to have some ricotta. Just fucking call it ricotta. <laughs> Okay, that, that's kind of the same. I'm going to go back to Chop, like one of our least favorite judges, Aron Sanchez. Aron Sanchez. His name's Aaron. Your name is Aaron. You're a fucking fat oh, tool. It's not Aron. That is funny. I Aaron. fucking hate that guy. <laughs> oh, the fat fucking idiot. I can't stand him. Anyway, Giada's totally oh, fucking I, worth I the reputation. Oh, I would go back there in a heartbeat. Amazing yeah. food. Totally worth getting up from a fucking hot as fuck table. That was wow. That yeah. was epic. That was fantastic. And I was surprised how much, because you tried a lot of stuff that you I hadn't had before. I basically tried everything. And yeah, you even lo- octopus. I, I tried octopus. You did. Octopus That's is right. really good. I, I I enjoy octopus. I will I will ask for octopus when we go to places now. <laughs> I I like octopus better than I like calamari. Thank God. Yes. So I never have to have calamari again. It's good stuff. Okay. Good stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway. All right. So post that, we meet up with Joey and Norma at. Bugsy's Bar, Tony. Yep. Oh, my favorite. Oh, I'm so disappointed that I, I missed out on that. I thought about you the whole time while we were waiting there. Oh, but God, it was the place still smells like it's got a, se- a open septic sewer line <laughs> running straight through it. But we, uh, so we meet up with them there, uh, and uh, because it's Joey's birthday, last day in Vegas, our last day in Vegas is Joey's birthday. So we end up meeting up with him there. We end up moving over to Link to play some blackjack, and uh, call it an early evening, man. It's while I had recovered. It's, it's still Vegas vacation, man. It takes a fucking toll on how oh, you. What a great picture! I didn't realize we had that picture. Yeah. <laughs> we, yes, we have a great picture. <laughs> Sorry, super happy. So yeah, we call it an early evening, like around 10:30, because we're like, we have to get up really fucking early. It'd be great to not be super hungover while we did it. Not to mention. You, uh, uh, something I learned the first trip I ever went to Vegas by myself uh, for G2E is I packed like the night before, like the day before. Like, okay, I'm getting ready to leave out for the evening because I assume I'm going to be out all night. I'm going to drink or whatever. So I just wake up and grab my bag in the morning. I'm like, here's what I wear. We didn't do that. So I'm like, oh, so yeah, we still got Yeah, so the reason we don't do that is because I'm a, a woman and yeah. I have a shitload of crap that I have to use in the morning to get ready. So I don't have a lot of crap I can pack. And the way that I pack, it all goes in a certain place. And so the, the shit that I use to get ready in the morning has to go in first because it can go at the bottom of the suitcase. There's a whole process involved. Trust me, I travel enough that I know what it is. And you're like, are we going to aren't we gonna pre-pack? I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> Which kind of stressed me out for a second, but I was like, I'm wearing Vegas, whatever. <laughs> I travel a boatload. We'll be fine. And honestly, what I, what I did love about the next morning we were packing is I didn't even have to ask you to like get all the... the dirty clothes out and get them in organized and stuff because you did all that for me it was awesome well thank you for the additional stress because that's really what it was I'm like, I need something to do this is what I was, should have already been done we should have been ready we should have been ready to go but I wasn't super hungover it, so really it was deal. fine we, we had plenty of time it was great everything went very smoothly so it gets uneventful at this point we woke up possibly the best we've ever felt which there was a bit of relief and or regret because of that <laughs> like going 
kind of feel like I didn't do Vegas right last night. <laughs> but, you know, you go multiple times a year, like, oh, fuck it, I'll, I'll make it up on the next one. <laughs> uh, we ended up Ubering to McCarran, and uh, that was that was Vegas Vacation 3. We got home at a decent hour. Yeah. It's, it's, got uh, to sleep in the next day. Yeah. It was nice. We've already alluded to uh, plans are already in, in, in the works for Vegas Vacation 4, which, in light of some of the service things we experienced while we were there the plans we we have all the plans we thought we had are um are, are being considered for uh, amendments um especially the way luxor treated us the way plaza is is looking to do some shit for us um we have no details for you yet there's a lot of really encouraging conversations actually conversations i need to have a conversation with you tony off mic about that uh that i haven't had a chance to update you about but there's um i i i very much appreciate everything that you guys have obviously we create the content that you enjoy and then you you then celebrate us by attending to be a part of these things and we try to make it the best time you've ever had before and um but in in turn your support has, has caused Vegas to to acknowledge us as an entity that that requires some acknowledgement. Well, some, uh, acknowledge us as an entity that requires some acknowledgement. That's what you just said. I, I'm trying to <laughs> dance around. I don't want to sound like a fucking narcissistic. You cunt. love the fact that because of this show, there are people in Vegas that pay attention to you. So we can give exactly. our listeners no, more. I'm, and and that's not saying it's an ego thing amazing. for you. Yeah. I mean, the conversations that we're having behind the scenes for future Vegas vacations and the things that are, that are, that are going on uh, are, um, it couldn't, it couldn't have happened without you and, 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 and your, your support of us. And, uh, I, I, I can't, I can't thank you all enough for accepting me for the psychopath that I am and, and somehow finding me amusing and, and Tony and I's antics and, and Karen's patience and, and uh, we have a lot of really exciting things in the pipeline and I I, I almost wish that I could share them with you but I, I don't I don't want you to have to share the disappointment of the many things that don't happen that people are like, Oh we're gonna do this, we're gonna yeah, we're not gonna be able to do this. So my biggest regret every year is not being able to spend enough time with everybody. I, I, I try to divvy it up as much as I can, but it seems like at the end of every trip, like, oh, fuck, I didn't hang out with someone. So, oh, God damn it. Like, there's some people who are like, did I hang out with you at all? Fuck. I know I, I met and chatted with everybody, but it, it's... We set this thing up intentionally so people drop off and... and add on and, and, and attend things they want to do and don't. So you never know who's going to show up to what. So, you know, you, you try to plan these things out better. And I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just fucking around. Tony, is there anything you'd like to add about 360 Vegas vacation, our listeners or whatever? Yes. Uh, and I'm going to kind of echo what Chris is saying in the chat room in regard to his wife, Julie, which was, you know, my wife doesn't really listen to the podcast. Julie doesn't really listen to the podcast. So she said, I don't really know who any of these people are. She came into it feeling very comfortable because she knew you guys and she knows Alistair and she got to meet Andrew and Bogan down in Louisville. So she kind of went in with a, a, at least a foundation of folks that she knows and will be comfortable with, you know, outside of her comfort zone. 
But she made the comment multiple, multiple times, not just during while we were out in Vegas, but subsequently since we've been home from Vegas of what an amazing group of people and how much fun everyone is and how warm and welcoming everyone is. And nobody out there, nobody a part of the group had an ego or had any, you know, sort of had no airs about themselves. Everybody was just laid back and wanted to have a good time. And, and I think that that's, I think that you get the listeners you deserve. You get the listeners that you will cultivate based on who you are in the show you do. And this is your 200th show, Mark. I mean, you've been around for a long, long time. You've put together these great shows week after week, and you put together these awesome Vegas vacation trips that that people come out for because they want to go out and they want to do these things, and they get to do them with people that are like-minded. They're they're not just Vegasites, but they're fans of the actual podcast. So it's it's humbling to have people come up to me and say, dude, I love when you sing on the podcast or dude, I mean, it's just, it's because I never believed you when you're like, no, really, Karen, people are just love when Tony sings. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm right. But people really would come up to me like, oh my God, that last show was just fantastic. I mean, it's, it's, it's humbling is really what it is. It really is. There's nothing more okay. that I can add. I, it's, it's, yeah, we're just going to ramble. Let's, let's, what, uh, what more is, what more is there to say? If you didn't make it out this year, there's always next year. Truly. Listen, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it without it coming across as self-serving of why someone should or would want to come out other than if you like Vegas and you, and you must like Vegas, if you listen to this podcast and you're willing to deal with the antics that are what Mark and I will do in our own individual sort of antic way. God love John Williams. He's now termed me drinky and dancy. He's like, Tony, the guy who's always drinky and dancy. Nice. And so it's one of those things where y- you should come out. If, look, if you want to come out to Vegas and have a vacation and it happens to overlap with a 360 Vegas vacation, then look at the schedule, look at the calendar of, of the things that we've got planned. And and if you don't want to do all of it, pick and choose the things that sound most interesting to you. Like, oh, I've always wanted to eat at this particular restaurant or, oh, I've always wondered what the slot races were about. Then come out and do that. If Or jump in head first and just come be a part of the overall group. I think that the best thing, and, and I, gotta, I, I meant to compliment you on this, Mark. I don't know if you picked up on the fact that I tried to talk you out of doing the limo ride from Link to downtown, mainly because so many of us that were a part of 360 Vegas or that I thought were going to be a part of 360 Vegas were already staying downtown. And my argument to you was, Mark, does it make a lot of sense for us all to take a cab from downtown to the Strip only to turn around and get in this uh, party bus to go right back downtown? And I am so glad that either you didn't pick up on the hint I was dropping or you essentially, you know, thought to yourself, go fuck yourself, Tony, I'm going to do what I want. But I think the best part about that party bus, and it's true as true for this year as it was last year, the camaraderie that you build with everybody on that bus, if you, if there was any sort of, um, nervousness, if there was any sort of standoffishness, maybe a tag beforehand, 
it's gone by the time you're on the bus. Everybody's, well, it has to be, you're you know, I'll loot. What's that? I said you have to be because you're sitting on top of each other. You know what I love about this is that he doesn't recall when we originally were working on um, 360 Days Vacation 4 or 3, we had brought up the idea of us like, should we do a limo? I mean, because we're already going to be down there. And Tony's like, no, you can't get rid of the limo. It's got to be a part of 360 Vegas Vacation. And then we're getting close to 360 Vegas Vacation. And he's like, uh, are, are we really going to get this limo? I'm like, you were the fucking one that told me we had to do this. <laughs> oh, buddy. That's, no, that's a good call. You're right. You did try to to, to bow out of it. And I'm like, no, no, no. This is a great way to do it. The camaraderie that was built on that particular bus ride did it for the rest of the trip. Oh, yeah. And so if you think about the folks that were apart, because we lost some folks from, if I remember correctly, from tag to the bus. And, and there were a few folks that I don't know that we ever saw after tag. But if yeah. you think about the people that were on that bus, that wound up being the core group of people for the rest of that trip. Oh, it's like immediate I friends. I don't know what that yeah. limo does, but it's like, oh, friends, we're all friends now. We're friends. Yeah. Absolutely. It absolutely was. So, any rate, it's for folks that, that have thought about it, just try it. Just try it. I I can't imagine in what world you would regret it, other than you'd have to see me slapping my ass while I'm dancing around a stripper pole. Yeah, the, the, the only thing I would add on to that, and, and this is slightly narcissistic, but I'm very proud of it, almost without question, or without uh, um, a... a Almost without exclusion, without without example, without fucking, almost without exception. I don't know what you're going to say, everybody, so I can't help you. Everybody that has gone to this and, and participated in the majority of it have said, and mind you, these are people that go to Vegas multiple times a year for many years, have said 360 Vegas vacation is the best time they've ever had in Vegas in their entire life. And that to me is that that's the fucking thing that I, I hang on my on my fucking my, my my lapel. That's the thing that I'm like, that's that's the fucking award that I'm like, look what I did. Look what I did. I did that. It's the best. That's me. I did that. that uh, just uh, I love it so much. I'm so proud of it. Uh, and the, the best part is, I think, too, it's it's the people that we get to meet. Oh but it's, it's also the fact that they get to meet each other because these are all folks that love Vegas oh, wow. in the same yeah. way. And. I know that, you know, folks exchange Twitter handles and social media and email and everything else, Facebook accounts, and they continue to stay in touch. And that's what I think is super cool. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. That's going to do it then for episode 200. Thank you all for listening, downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. For those of you who didn't get to join us during the live recording, you can enjoy the video of the broadcast for the next 30 days on our YouTube channel. You can find a link to that on the blog. You can support the show by purchasing things from our affiliates, Amazon, Vegas.com, Caesars Entertainment, TicketsAccessVegas.com, Earth Limos, or just make PayPal donations. You can also buy merchandise from our store, Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas, and we get a cut of those profits. Or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast.com. Tony, where can people find you? I am at the brand new Twitter handle at 360VegasTony. Karen, do you want a 360Vegas handle? No. <laughs> so where can they find you? They can find me at Karen Mark. Thank you all so much. 
I love doing live shows. I love doing 360 Vegas vacations. So many great things in the pipeline. I can't wait to share them with you. However, I have to. So until then. Yeah.